Oh, we've already started. Yeah, we started. Yeah, we just run right into it. You don't so see it's the like time whenever, whenever there's like a comfortable moment when I just start up with uh -huh. the actual recording. Yeah. Now, I was waiting for you to say some shit, bro. I kind of gave you like, I said, what, what do you do? I said, D, what are you into? What do you do? I never met this guy. It's Nick's friend. Like, come on. Bro, I do a lot of shit. Like um, what? You told me you were married before. Yeah, I was married before. You lived in um, Jersey? I did live in Jersey. So I'm born and raised in Carroll City, Miami, Florida. Um, hopped around a little bit, I always say. You know Denzel Curry? Denzel Curry, I do not know, but I know where he's from. A lot Carole of love City. for Denzel Curry. but Well, he's from Carroll City, but there's a lot of different places in Carroll City. So um, I got a lot of love for Denzel Curry for putting on from the city, Miami, South Florida, and just different creative artists. But yeah. I've never met him. He's a lot younger than me. so Yeah. Yeah. I lived in Pembroke for a little bit. I went to school in Pembroke Pines. What school? Um, it's the one by, uh, it's the one next to Flanagan. Is it Silver Trail? No, nah, it's the it was the middle school next to Flanagan. Um, I'm the last person to ask about this one. I don't no, know. I know, I don't know, bro. We used to live behind the school, Silver Trail, middle school, and that school get bomb threats all the time. Are you kidding me? No, really? bro, for real. And my mom was like, "We can't." I remember my older sister came home one time, and then she was like, "Yeah, we had a we had to take cover again." And this was wow. years ago, bro. This is before bomb threats were cool, dude. So bomb threats have never been. Yeah, they're still not cool, but this is like before they were more like normalized and shit. Well, people have always been full of shit, so yeah, dude, holy that fuck. that sucks. That was wild. That's I mean, I, I thought about that the first time. Some kid was letting off some firecrackers in school, and I remember, like, I am not about to let the homies be like, "Damn, dog, we love D. How did he die?" Died in a school shooting in Pepper Pines. I'm like, nah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's some scary <laughs> yeah, that's not shit. That's like definitely not. No, nah, but happen. um, I was in school in, in Dade, and then um, my teachers weren't really giving me the attention. I think I'm just not good at math. But my old girl used a fake address. Uh, my mother used a fake address to uh, um, culturally shock the shit out of me and expose me to a different set of things, oh, different way of being. Um. So we made some amazing friends out there though. So. so she did it. So she just put you in like a whole nother zip code for school. Whatever she put it was. me in a whole nother county and city. Wait, Nick, get closer, bro. And I, and I, uh, I asked my, um, I asked my principal at the time to send me back to my home school. She was like, nah. Why? Cause she, she acknowledged, she was like, um, you know, there's a better environment for you. X, Y, and Z. Oh, it was a better school. Uh, allegedly, I mean, I don't know. I feel you. Sometimes it's all relative. School, I think yeah, it was, it, it, it was better. It was better in the sense that, like, like I would say it may have been safer, mm -hmm. but yeah. at least in the hood, they just <clears throat> matriculate you. They just pass your ass, which is bad. But yeah, I went to school with middle schoolers. It's in Pembroke Pines. It was like sixteen year olds because they just fail you and keep you back. And yeah, fail you and keep you back, and they didn't care, and their parents didn't care, and it was just it was weird, like. I didn't really have pressure with nobody out there, but the the one person I did, Buddy was like 16 when I was like 12. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. They got fucking neck tats and shit. That's and you're like, like, dog, I just got done breastfeeding. Like, what is this shit? So that's pretty crazy, though. Like, they'll be 16. They'll fail them like four times, but not like put them in another, like in a high school, let's say, that just has different types of classes for 16-year-olds. No. They actually keep them in like... Because the school is... So literally, bro, if you go to Pembroke Pines, you'll see like... You know how like you see Publix on every block? Every time you'll see a Publix, you'll see a fucking Panther Run Elementary. 
I don't know why, dog. There was like 90 pa- panda runs. I was like, how do we have this what? many teachers, dog? Was that, is, am I lying? I don't think I saw I that I think one. that's a, a little bit of a exaggeration. <laughs> All right. I think we are in a teacher shortage. Yeah, but there was yeah. not in fucking Pines, dog. There was 90 <laughs> panther runs on one block. On one block. Just all in one city, there was 90 Panther runs. <coughs> I hope wow. that doesn't get picked up too much. <coughs> so, oh, all up in your ear. <laughs> um, so, yeah. so Yeah, in New York, there's PS, and then in fucking Florida, there's Panther Run. There's PR. I, I, well, well, I'll push back on that. As a Florida boy, there's not everything ain't Panther Run. Not, uh, not here. Not in West Palm. They not don't in Pan- Dade County they- either. Not in Broward County. I'm gonna put on. There's so Florida. many Panther runs no, in Broward. No. Are you serious? One, yes, there is, dog. There's like 30. How old are you when you moved here? Fucking. How old were you left Panther? When it went Panther Run? How old? Was, how, old you got in your head? how long did you live in Pembroke Pines? A couple years. So. As a kid, he saw Panther Run a couple times. He's like, that's a school. That's, that's a, school. a school. Panther that's, Run. Panther exactly. Run. You were just passing it from four different areas, dude. They got Sawgrass Mall. <laughs> like, come on, This man. is what Pines has. Sawgrass Mall. Sawgrass Mall is not a Pember Pines. Where is it? It's not a Pember Pines. <laughs> it's down south. Yeah, it's down south. Is it? A, it's in Coconut Creek. No. I don't know if it's Coconut no, Creek. No, no, where no, is no, it? No, I think you on. need to Google this. I no, where is it? My, we need to turn to the interwebs. So apparently the homie's banned from having his phone in the studio. Stop, bro. <laughs> I can't bring it. We're recording on one. And so I'm going to look it up. Or are you going to beat me to it? No, look it up. Probably look it up. Not. I think you're going to be quicker than me this time. Yo, so what do you mean? I thought it was in Pines. Again, you left there when you were 12. Is it community? Can I tell you a funny story? Shit, what am I looking at? I'm looking it up already. Sunrise. That's what I thought it was. Oh, it is. But, sunrise. Miss, okay, miss okay, okay. but Sunrise um, is right next to it. No, not at all. Again, wrong. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a little kid, there was a hill at the end of my block. And it felt like the house on that right. hill were a little higher. It felt like you used to be able to ride your bike up that hill and it was a thing. And you ride down it and it was a thing. Like that was a whole experience, right? Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, over the years, this man made hill has just like withered away and gotten smaller and smaller and smaller, right? This is my belief system. Mm-hmm. And so I was going through some old photos. I have a tendency to visit family and steal photos. So I have my own little photo collection growing, and I'm looking through the photos. I'm like, God damn, the, the hill was tiny as hell my whole life. <laughs> I was just little. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm just saying that perspective is everything. Sunrise is far from Pepper Pines. <laughs> How far is it? 20 minutes? Far enough that as a kid, going to Sawgrass Mall felt like you was going on an excursion. It did. And, and I remember going to Pepper Pines Mall when it was first built and that was Bro, like how old are you i'm 35 how old are you <laughs> jesus <Stop>. christ <laughs> this guy's fucking ancient bro the sawgrass small like, like five dog, years younger than the sawgrass small bro was <laughs> like how old are you Nick, i'll say this ray say charles this. he expected ray, me to be like i'm 50 oh, nigga he's like oh yeah. shit dog ray charles cut the fucking ribbon oh, for the sawgrass small oh, oh, before oh. he was famous time out, time out when he could still see I'm just saying, when that? I go down to Broward for work, and I drive down to, like, Coral Springs or something, right? It is monumentally closer than the Sawgrass Mall, dude. Like, the Sawgrass Mall, like... Pines is more south than yes. Sawgrass. It's, Sunrise. like, yeah. southwest. Pines is more south than Sunrise. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. But, but the Sawgrass Geography. Mall is just all the way west. So this conversation is going to be interesting. It's late night. Um... We're stoned. I'm stoned, but I'm not stoned. Stoned. We're just relaxed. It's been a long day of work. I don't smoke. I just scream. He, That's he's true. Been screaming. 
He has I'm, been screaming. He I was screaming at a cat. I can't believe it. I really <laughs> can't believe it. You're right. I just geography I, blowing his mind. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just curious. We'll just pull up maps. Dog, I thought Pines was. Uh, you got to screenshot this and show what? You got to screenshot this. First off, go to maps. Go to maps. Just go to Google Maps. Can I? Oh, it, yeah, yeah, go. <laughs> so we have our new. Uh, and if my boys ever watch this, they're gonna be like, "These niggas fucked up." And what I mean by Pepper that Pines. Is when I when I left Florida, people mm-hmm. used to still call me and be like, "Yo, D, how do I get here? How do I get there?" Because when I left Florida, you know, GPS wasn't still that thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everybody yeah. See, Cooper thing. City's north. Miramar is right bro, there. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> this is Sunrise. Yes. Oh. This is Sawgrass Mills, though. Shit. Yeah, that's Mills. Sawgrass that's Mall, which Sawgrass Mills, right? Mm-hmm. It's on Sunrise. And this is Sunrise, but it's all the way west. Okay. Because I know some people from Sunrise that they they would not say that they're from Sawgrass Mills or anything there. Uh, yeah. Damn near near it. So this is Sunrise. This is where this is located. All the way down here is Pember Pines. And Pember Pines is this long, is a long yeah. city. That's a distance. That's man. a distance. So Pember Pines. I feel like every time you go to the Sawgrass Mall, Katy Perry's having a concert outside. I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dog. Okay, so according to, at the current at the current at the current time, it's seventeen minutes, eleven point fourteen miles from one destination to the other. Right, if you leave now, yeah. Let's say if you want to arrive by, because all that shit matter, dog. People be driving exactly. their children and <laughs> no, dog. If you want to get there at nine a.m., Nick, if you do it when you're so awake, it can it's be, a two hour. It trip. can be up to from sixteen minutes to thirty five minutes, depending on the route you take. That's fair to say. That's, That's all av- all available information. You, some one person could mess around and drop. Look at this gerrymander stuff. You see this? Yeah, that's fucked up. Look <laughs> at all this red shit. They're making a dinosaur with the gerrymandering. Yo, that's a that's a wild cut though. That's horrible. That is a wild cut. That's a wild cut. <laughs> this is fucked up. They literally gave bro. They gave Pembroke Pines fucking smallpox. And then and then like this street over here is something else. It's, yeah, that's ridiculous. Dude, imagine when they drew that up. They're like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> like, no, well they, they, they negotiate these things. They negotiate these things, and um. This is part of the problem. You know, we talk about this all the time, but we were just talking about this the other night. Um, that's that's pretty fucking wild. The red really means gerrymandering? Oh, what a bad it's bad. just that's just showing the edge of the district. Damn, that's so fuck. this is these are the boundaries. And I hope yeah. this, this screen will go up on the, the YouTube. Yeah. OK, great. So wait, explain to them gerrymandering if they don't know what it is. Hold on. This is not this is just a picture of your city's or this city's boundaries. Yeah, so this mm-hmm. is West Palm Beach right here. Gerrymandering is the effect of this type of nonsense here. For like voting and shit. Right. Well, for voting purposes is why they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, gerrymandering. To manipulate the boundaries of an elected constituency so as to favor one party or class. Achieve a result by manipulating the boundaries of an electoral constituency. A total freedom to gerrymander the results they want is the quote that they use. You can kind of get the idea that these people are considered West Palm Beach. Yeah. Which, you know when they hit the road, where are they going? Lake Park, Palm Beach Gardens, Jupiter. I'm sure some of them come down to our fair city. I'm sure. But let's just be Let's, let's be real. Nick, get on the shit. Like, but then, like, you're telling someone in Westgate that they're not from West Palm Beach? Haverhill, I get, is his own little town. I understand. Yeah, it was. that's crazy. Can you click on Westgate? 
Like, like Shaq. Okay, they're perfect. So Westgate is just like a community. So it's literally, what, like two square miles? Like, Population what is that? of 8,000, which for where we are, that's not crazy. Um, population 8,000. <clears throat> it has its own little zip code and it's unincorporated. What the fuck? Where the fuck is Westgate? So welcome to West Palm Beach. It's, it's where the airport is. So Westgate really? is from Okeechobee between essentially, from my understanding, from 95 in Okeechobee uh-huh. to military in Okeechobee down to Belvedere. And through, I'm sure there's a bunch of little neighborhoods. I know there's some neighborhoods on this side. No disrespect to anybody that might be listening to this, just because I work in the community. So just got to make sure that you know we see that there's this rest, uh, Westgate Park, Golf View Heights Park. I don't think nobody. <clears throat> maybe there are people that claim Golf View. I don't know, but Westgate is this community. Yeah, here we're repping right. Golf View, dog. This, hey, listen, you never know. You never I'm, know. It's better. Than oh, it's by the kennel air, club. You're on the yeah. side of caution. Oh, hell yeah. <clears throat> it's literally bro. right. Ac- it's on the border of oh. Okeechobee, right off Palm Beach Lake. But yeah, you go yeah. To Church Street and all mm-hmm. them. But you're saying that. that you're saying that this isn't West Palm Beach. So they don't have say in what happens all around them because it's just That's unincorporated. Why? So, so what has to happen for them to actually join? You know what? I'll be very honest with you. That is a better question for someone else who knows that answer for certain because it's not good to talk out the side of my neck. For sure. But what I tell you is that it, it is definitely something that's de- decided upon at a government <clears> level <throat> that we could affect. Dog, you're wise as fuck. You into politics? So I work right now as a community and political organizer, but I'm, I wouldn't say I'm wise. That's, that's fucking amazing. Okay? What, the cat? I'm a dog person. <laughs> And when cats call out for you, almost like is their name, like they're calling a name, that shit is wild. I, I hate could, this cat. Why do you have the cat? What? Why do you have the cat? It's Nick's cat. No, <coughs> he loves that cat. Don't even let I know. Him we speak, sleep dude. together. We both like have that the cat same cuddles with him and shit. Like, Which cat I mean, is that? Come on, the black that, and white one. The black oh, yeah, and white the, one. Stop. I wish I wasn't allergic because that's a cat that I would. It's a good cat. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's... You know what was a dope thing? I was at Peggy Adams, and um, they have this chart with like nine different colors, 12 different colors or something. And each color is, a, is coded to a different collar. Oh. And each one was a personality. So they had a collar for... <gasps> for the cat's personality? Yeah, so you could get oh. paired because people would get a cat and then return it. Oh. So they were saying that, like, for example, I, I told them I'm a dog person. They're like, all right, so you want to find these two collars. One of them means it's like a puppy in the sense that it's, it's always wanted to play and come mm-hmm. to you and, you know, wrap around. Um, and one is like an old dog that just wants to be in your lap and will come on calls, but just wants to chill and cuddle. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't denoting the age. You can still get a kitten that was just more chilling. And yeah, whatever. yeah. But they were like, you're going to more like, you're you're most likely to enjoy these type of uh, cats with these personalities. I thought that was dope as hell. When you said there I've was different colors, I was like, yo, are you about to customize a cat? That would be, That'd be different. Dope. I mean, I don't know. You want to play with nature? If you were to customize a cat, how would it look? I wouldn't. I feel you. I wouldn't fuck with it. I don't, I don't, there's no reason to. There's no Change reason for the guy. Let me yeah, tell you something, crazy. bro. Like dogs, like I can't even tell you the amount of because I don't know the facts, but someone wiser than me will. Um, the amount of dogs we have today, the different breeds we had, didn't exist a hundred years. Ago. Yeah, a hundred percent. So it's like eighty percent of dogs. Yeah. yeah, like that did not exist. So they got reverse Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, like, imagine seeing a toy chihuahua like a hundred. Yeah. Because, like, for example, you could you could mate a chihuahua and a Great Dane. It would just have to be a male chihuahua with a female Great Dane. Oh, because the female chihuahua can't handle the baby. Of course, explode. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> For real. but I'm just saying, like, you know, you could do that type of crazy manipulation with a canine. It's nuts. Yeah. And they got like a whole, I got a whole conspiracy. It's, it, never mind. No, here, say that shit. Say that shit. Not a conspiracy. It's like, it's something that this. potentially could happen. No one knows where dogs come from. No one knows where dogs come from. Are they aliens? Um, I don't know. I think the same thing that made us made them because for us, because all dogs come from Grey Wolf. Yeah. No one yeah. can make a wolf and a wolf into a dog. And anytime that they've been able to domesticate the wolf, it takes so long. Yeah. And, and like... then they try to relate it to a floppy air. Like, bro, you're not making a pit bull out of a wolf right now. <clears throat> no way. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. So what do you think about like, so when that's humans crazy. started domesticating certain like, like wolf breeds or whatever else. Um, and then over time, as I don't know. They I don't, just became more and more domesticated. Nah, do it doesn't any make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. How you scary would it be to domesticate a wolf? You have to think that, which is because, depending on what timeline you're running off of, but in in order to using yeah like evolution, I guess, to domesticate this wolf through centuries, if not thousands of years, to then spread to every corner and customize it, it's just not. Nah, it doesn't make sense. Because because see, there's yeah. no there's no fox in a in a wolf there's no coyote I mean in a dog excuse me there's no coyote in a dog there's no um, fox in a dog there's no it's just like a dog's a dog it's a it, it's a, a gray wolf, wolf. it's yeah. a wolf it's dog. a gray wolf but they say when when I last looked this up there was like three or four universities that were experimenting with wolves and trying to figure out how do you make a domesticated dog and. <clears throat> You know, some people may think it's a success to be able to say you got a floppy ear or you did this or you did that, but wait, what's this floppy ear shit? What is well, that because because a wild wolf, they're alert, like they have characteristics. So, for example, you put I'm using a mouse as, as this, but you put a treat under this mm-hmm. and you let the dog know it's there and you put the cage like a cage on it. Yeah, they'll scratch, they'll fight, they'll do what they can, but they'll give up eventually and they'll just look at you and ask for help. And then you do it and you give it to them and they're overjoyed. A wolf will try its best, its damnness. When it's done, it's done. It's not looking at you for help. It doesn't give a damn about you. And then when you do it and you give it to him, I don't need it. Ooh! I damn. didn't fight for this. Ooh! I didn't, I didn't hunt for this. It's not me. That's your prey. I don't that ain't me. So, like those type of things, those type of wild instincts, they <clears> can dumb them down eventually. And mm-hmm. then they can mate a wolf with a canine. And, and someone can tell me I'm talking on my neck. And please, I love learning. I love being proven wrong so I can learn from it. I'm real humble that way. So... Um, but that's the last I knew about that. And so I say that there's a missing link between us and our ancestors. I don't, I don't buy the monkey thing and the same thing for dogs. So what would, what do you think, at least for dogs, right? What do you think of like, especially in the, like the last century and a half, whatever it is, when it comes to when we've really bred dogs, Mm -hmm. what do you think about? And obviously, we're just playing around, right? But like, what if they had used CRISPR when they were trying it out and seeing CRISPR? what worked? So it's like the gene the editing noise cancellation app. Well, see, I look at it more like I do believe in intelligent design. Mm-hmm. So I believe if you so if you look at the Bible as no disrespect to anybody that looks at it as the unfallible word, but if you look at it as metaphor and, and analogy, mm-hmm. what is one day? Uh, what is one day to God to a man? It could be an eon, right? So, before he made us, he had made the animals and everything, right? He made us to have dominion. So, we were I like, last say, pick? No, no, no. I would say um, we might be capstone. But if 
we were given after wolves were already present and we were given something to aid us because maybe I'm, I sound like a super dog person right now, but like for real dogs are hyper present. Dogs don't care about dogs. Don't care about, uh, you know, where you've been, where you're going, what tomorrow is, what they're right now. Yeah. Right. You come home from a long day. It's not like, motherfucker, you ain't been here. No, it's like, Yo, I yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, they could be that reminder, you know. And when you have a loving relationship with a canine, a, a canine is gonna always teach you to be calm and assertive. And that's some Caesar Milan shit. But it's true. It, it they can bring out the best in you, and can be there to comfort you. So to me, it's just like I don't know. I I don't think that there was necessarily any play with it i think it was designed to be one of our like okay. i say best friends like our our aids and we know that there's wild dogs in x y and z but um someone who knows better than me who's probably written written a book like sapiens but for canines will come and school me um but yeah yeah That's, i honestly i'd never thought about that <laughs> literally the way you explain things i'm like you just sound like you eat great pussy I would love a beautiful woman to tell me that. I feel like that's a great compliment, but I'm going to take it from you. I'm going to say thank you. Like, I feel like your bio is just, I love what I do. <laughs> sort of. That's what I, I always tell people to click the link in my bio. It tells a, a better story about me than, than I do because it's not no fake humble shit. I just really try not to put the spotlight on me. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. No, yeah. I was like, bro, there was images in my head. I was thinking of Balto. I was like, okay. this is crazy. How did, <laughs> how did fucking... Because Balto been, was half... Been, no, 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 you're totally good. Bro, Balto was half dog, half wolf. Yeah, so they, they have those. You can get a half dog, half wolf. <coughs> That's a thing, and there are places you can go and experience wolves. But wolves. wolves became dogs without there being dogs. I don't know. That's we what they know. say. Dude, I'm just, like, blown away by this entire conversation. Dog, Because <laughs> like, cats make sense. Cats have been cats, there fucking cats, no, no, rubbing no. on shit forever. Nope, nope. Fuck. Cats, cats originated in the in the desert. We know where they came from. <laughs> really? What? Cats originated. There's no in, water there. Well, I wouldn't say necessarily like in the wilds of the desert, but like yeah. from from those those regions. From my understanding, like cats Egypt? originated um, in the desert, and cats totally chose domestication. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they're like fuck this shit. Hundred percent. And like a dog is an omnivore, mm -hmm. right? A dog can survive on anything. Cats can't. Cats need meat. And yeah. they say the domesticated cat is the most ferocious killer in the animal kingdom because it kills for fun. Stassi, come here. <laughs> Damn. And, 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 and you know what? Cats are amazing. They're regal. They're beautiful. They can be They're violent, annoying. but they can also be gentle. Um, yeah, yo, a cat is never, no disrespect, but a cat is never more annoying than a fucking husky. Oh, Have 100%. you heard a husky scream? Uh, I had a husky Get a bunch up. of, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, dude. No! Did you not hear this motherfucker? All right, bro. All right, hold on. But she was cute when she was howling, though. She was like, oh, oh, oh. you know what I mean? They hold that howl for a little bit, and it starts turning to, the minute the mouth goes wide, you're like, oh, fuck it. And it's beautiful. I love all dogs, though. I mean, I really do. I think, I love all, I try to love all animals. So do you think, like, a husky is, is would actually be more from a wolf, then? Because it's Absolutely so close? not, dog. I feel I like mean, huskies don't have say, any IQ. No, huskies that's are super so, smart. That is so offensive. Super smart. No, no, no. Not Nick's husky. Listen. <laughs> no, no, no. Dog. Nick's husky is the only husky I've ever seen. And I looked at it and I was like, Nick, 
Please put that thing down. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That but... dog eats like 10 bags of Flaming Hot Cheetos. It's no, cross-eyed. No, it doesn't. No, it, it rules doesn't. while it sleeps. Hold Listen, on. Bro. Hold on. Hold on. Hold What's on. your dog's name? Kahlua. You can't be smart Kahlua. with that name. She is a queen, dude. Don't even... Put some respect on the name. Put Ugh. some respect on my husky. <laughs> the next animal I get, I want to name it Mocos. <laughs> that means boogers in Spanish. But you're not Spanish. But you can name your dog something Spanish. Mocos. <laughs> No, or Socrates. I feel like that's a long name. His, his name is Aristotle. Yeah, his name's Aristotle, but we call him Stasi. Okay. He he honestly he couldn't get the name though. He he we tried for a little while, like yo, Aristotle, he just would not answer. I was calling him because I, I, I think that they can only hear like they can like only hear sounds, vowels. Right? So it's like I feel like Aristotle would be a lot to pick up on and just to yeah. like, And this cat's like a, this cat's a little fucked up. <laughs> he's just su- he he's okay, as close to this. a dog. Oh, you're good. He's as close to a dog as I think you're gonna get for a cat. He is super needy. He's nice. Always wants like he, See, like, he just reminds me of a dog way more than most. He needs cats. to be with us someone, all the someone time. Someone is gonna say that's why we hate dogs because we're codependent. And, I like, love we all need, animals. I love all animals. All right, come on. I I just don't like my thing is. I don't like something that bites me when I feed it. And I don't like something that treats me like I'm a peasant. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be worshipped. I just like to be cuddled. Yeah. Listen, That's true. You know they gotta find they're like talking for themselves cat. when they say they like all animals. Don't fucking bring a kangaroo near me. I've never seen a kangaroo in person. Fuck kangaroos. Yo, have you seen? We were looking at some videos in the last podcast, and those fuckers literally are sitting in the water like this so they can drown you, dude. Not only are they yacked. We didn't know this until the last podcast. No, no, I knew this. I knew this shit. What? They sit in the water water with like their fucking bro. With their fucking like their broad ass. Just like TRT arms and yeah. like they're, okay, they're literally take like testosterone they're literally like sitting there ready to drown you in the water. No, and then you go up to him, you're like, oh my god, this kangaroo needs help, and he goes, foolish human. Yeah. Have you ever seen Dragon Ball Z? And they got human yeah. hands. They so all talk like, like self. <laughs> human, dude. bro. Yes, dude, dog. Kangaroos. We'll every pull up a picture. We'll pull up a picture. Right I'm a hundred percent sure every kangaroo Thanks has the same the, voice uh, as Perfect Cell <laughs> from Dragon Ball Z. Kangaroo. Drowning, bro. They just fucking put you in there. Kangaroo drowns. Yeah, hopefully. Honestly, because we're okay. Yeah, go to go to go to the first one. Go to something first on YouTube. One. I feel like we can see some cringe ass shit if we just go on. Google Kangaroos with are that frightening, one. dog. Oh, Nick, what are you doing? Oh shit. Here, let me see this real quick. Oh, oh no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Deadliest place on earth. So Any I'm room with a kangaroo in it. Like Nick, pause it. Hold on, click it. I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. I feel like we could just swing the mic over the week. <laughs> Dog. I haven't figured out how to do speakers yet on this thing without uh, the headphones. If I saw a kangaroo in real life... Uh, what would you do? Run. So, like, they can hit 60, dog. Bro. So what are you going to do but get they, chased? But they can't run backwards. What? They can't go backwards. So what is... <laughs> how does that benefit you, bro? I'm just going to... I gotta sprint out at full speed. You're telling me you don't think kangaroos sound like perfect cell? Look at this shit. Actually, hold on. There we go. Look at this here, Darren. Can they hear it or should I hold it like this? No, no, they can hear it.
yacked, bro. This is so scary. This is not scary. Bro, look! <laughs> bro, look! Look! Down. Look, Calm bro! Down. Oh my goodness. Yacked! They're all yacked! He's not yacked. That kangaroo? Put this in your ear. There's music, dog. <laughs> bro! <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that kangaroo is pretty horrifying. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh my god. Bro! Oh, 100%. I would be too. They're not gonna show us the actual video. Of her. Hold on one second. No, no, you're good. Hold on. Let's. Did you guys see this amazing video? Yeah. This is an amazing video. This when he's having an all kangaroos. He said, "You hurt my dog. Come on. What's up? <laughs> what up? Fuck. Yeah, you get back up here, bro. <laughs> he had to sock him in the mouth. Not tripping. <laughs> that is. A, that's a brave man right there. And he was saving his dog. This woman's tripping. Dude, what? He literally saved the dog. Like, look what would have happened. Oh my god. Highlight of the venture. Yes, dog! Dude. <laughs> what? Right! Right! Dude. Oh my god! Come on, They're man. Frightening. I don't want that anywhere near me! Look at that he arm, is dude. React. He is. Look at his neck! He's on kangaroos are on steroids, oh, shit. bro. There's oh, no shit. way they're not on steroids. Have you seen That's the? That's so yo, scary. That, that animal. <laughs> is not what you want. Look to at have them in the eyes. Say them. We don't love all animals. I love all animals except kangaroos. You no, know, I love kangaroos. some from a Fuck distance. Em. Some from, from a distance. distance. They are. I would yet. like to see happy kangaroos <laughs> in unison with humans. Not him. But when y'all see, not him, him yet. But you see, like. He's I'm gonna terrifying. treat him. I'm gonna just tell you like this, with all respect to all animals. A human that comes at me like that, or a kangaroo that comes <laughs> at me like that, I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting that. <laughs> I'm sure. And you know what the scariest thing is? The chest, the arms, the biceps, the the weird. You oh. know what it is? No, you know what it is. Hold on, pause. Actually, <laughs> they're not, demons, not, bro. Wait, no, 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 no actually, demons. not even, not even. Now that I get more of like a. A sense of it. I'm looking. I'm calm. It's a couple things that freak us out, right? Because <laughs> it got like this dog deer thing going on. In yeah. The, the big donkey ears, and it's like almost like man like arms. It's just it's a wild animal. So fuck you up, but yeah, bro. I feel like a human could take a kangaroo if it needs to. Like I wouldn't want to. <laughs> but but you average, have, bro. I'm five nine. I don't think all kangaroos pounds. look like that. 
Dude, they they get bigger. They get I don't, bigger. But I don't think all kangaroos. Bro, are, that's a the baby kangaroo, kangaroo. The kangaroo that just killed that dog was a lot littler than that. That shit was eight. Bro, he was standing <laughs> in the water. Wait, what, what, where else is this going? Okay. I'm gonna. I'm literally just gonna, ch- like, look up the, like the biggest current of. Oh my god, that's where I got the fucking last picture from. Hold on. <laughs> Yo, there was something that I read today, and it was like, Pastor dies briefly, says he went to hell, and they were playing Umbrella by Rihanna as his torture. <laughs> Bro, as much. What? Buy as much? Imagine. No, Rihanna's 10 out of 10. No, but I'm saying, like, you know, of course that's his experience. What the hell is that? Brother, yeah. That's giant. You're telling me this thing? I'm not fighting that. Look at its neck right here. What did we say? We said, oh, bro, the smallest kangaroo is built like Terry Crews. So that's like a, that's like a five. No, that's a five, a six, five. It says huge. That means it's not normal. Six, five. (laughs) Six, five. <laughs> Yo, come on. No, but like, okay, go, go to actually, yeah, go to that one. That one, that's the same one. I was that's dog. <laughs> it's just awkward. It's like an alien. They're oh my god, this is this is a monster right here, bro. Bro, <laughs> look at its nuts. <laughs> look at its, it's nuts. It's 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 a dog. See, imagine it's like running... a weird that that weird human esque thing, bro. It's weird. It's so Look weird. Look at its arms, It's bro. a minotaur, dude. And then the females <laughs> just have flesh pouches. What? Look at their pouches. Wait, wait, Nick, click this picture real quick. This one right here. Frightening. Frightening. <laughs> oh <my laughs> that looks CGI, dude. Dog. Looks friendly. Dog, I want nothing but, to do with what that. What is the flesh pouch thing you talking about? The little... Look no, at they the have female. pouches. They're, They're the pouches. only yeah, mammal yeah, yeah. with pouches. But their pouches... Don't go like this. <clears throat> like, they don't cut off. Their pouches go into their body. Yeah, look. It's right here. I know. It's like where the Joey goes. Yeah, but it's I mean, like it goes cool. to their organs. Well, look inside the pouch. What is this? Human? Tree tone? Three tone? What is this? Oh. Ancient Australia. Okay. Terrifying place. Australia is a wild place right now, so I could just imagine like ancient Australia. It must have been a whole Only the strong game. survived. That's why, I mean... That's why all these kangaroos look genetically people, enhanced. The indigenous people of Australia are next level. All right. We're, okay, thank God they blocked that up. Bro, but... it's dick so big it had to get censored. <laughs> but that's like... Click on this, dog. That's like a super... This is a retired kangaroo. Oh, my God. Why are we going to all the ball picks, dude? Bro, look <laughs> like how... Jack... Okay. Wait, look up, look up the inside of its We're pouch. We're moving okay. on. Why, I don't, do, do we have to? Do you need that? <laughs> the pouch? Trying to see it as fuck it. We're, we're not breaking down a whole kangaroo right now. Bro, <laughs> There's no way. They're so jacked. They all have LA Fitness memberships. Gold's gym. That's like. Gold's yeah, gym. That's Gold's that's gym. Gold's like, gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like low key West Side barbell type. Like, yeah. Uh, like that dude right barbell there. type beat. That guy right there. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not. Yeah. He's probably the six five one. I'm not running up on him in the wild. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Imagine. That. Imagine running into a kangaroo in the alley. There's a dark alley. I would be more. <laughs> I think I'd be more alarmed by the randomness of, of a kangaroo in the yeah. alley than the actual kangaroo in the alley. If you find the kangaroo in an alley, that's like a bad omen. Like that's like something terrible. I would is just going have questions about everything that is going on. A hundred percent. Nick, what are we doing? I'm not. I'm not on it. Oh. 
And I feel so like we're not going to be watching YouTube while we're on YouTube. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's... I feel like kangaroos are bulletproof <clears throat> too. I, I don't think they're bulletproof. I've never seen a kangaroo shot. I think they could take a, a, a more of a bullet than uh, than people though. A hundred percent. Like they're like completely beefed up. I don't know. I think the right round will take anything living. Oh, hundred percent. But why are they so jacked? I, um, I don't know. I, I I'm not. I'm not really sure. Because it doesn't make sense because they use their legs. They're little hobbity fucks. <laughs> like, so wait, hold on. I got a whole separate question, and it's just curiosity. <laughs> have you ever, <laughs> have you ever heard of Graham Hancock? Of course, sure. <clears throat> what do you think about that stuff? Um, I think nobody <laughs> knows the truth, but I think it's amazing to entertain all possibilities because I think there's there's too many unanswered certainties. And people will say, no, of course not. But it's like, yo, there's a lot of unanswered certainties. A lot of things that we're told should be normal and should be like, should check out if, if they're <clears> accurate. And they don't. Yeah. So, um, Why don't you think they give him the love that he deserves? I don't think science is supposed to be about trial and error and experimentation. I don't think it really is. I think it's about the status quo. I think anytime somebody's uh, attempted to shift paradigms, they want you to stay in... I want to lean back so I, we can talk more comfortably. Yeah. But. The mic is just awkward. No, no, no. It's good. I think. I'm hoping it's not too bad. but Because that way, like, the three of us can see each other. Um, but. Are you leaning back? I'm not going to be able to. What if you scoot your chair in this way and then lean back? I still lean back a little bit so we can see each other. Yeah, um, we'll be. Yeah, we're good. We're yeah, good. look at that. But I don't think I don't think great. there's a lot of uh, I don't think there's a lot of room to question status quo. So people say they want you to oh, experiment yeah. and, and <clears throat> check it's, things, but that's not the way. That's it, not true. That's not the way it works. It's just like the uh, the Egyptologist, like the head of the African in, uh, antiquities, like the head of like Egyptian history. And he literally banned Graham Hancock from going to Egypt because he was like causing too much of a ruckus. Right. <laughs> Yo, there. real you quick, I mean? like, that YouTube video, the largest gorilla, its executive producer is Leonardo DiCaprio. Get the fuck out of here, really? It says right there. Well, it's. Can't watch that. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to get a glimpse of the largest gorilla. Um, He's at the South Florida Fair. Oh, that's horrible. Um gonna say yeah so he, he's questioning when he questions he got banned from egypt what's mm-hmm. what your whole thing is built upon then yeah and you it's like that's what i think not good it, for business when you put when you spend your entire life like studying a subject thinking you got the answers to it and like it, you, you got the beginning of it and everything and then someone just says that's the continuation of a whole bigger picture that i'm working on it's definitely a, an ego hit I would think for yeah. like a man that just spent his whole life and then all of a sudden feels like it's ruined. And who, <laughs> in who did second. that? <clears throat> the head of the Egyptian uh, history society, basically like the head of uh, Egyptian antiquities. He's, he's the guy in charge of all of Egyptian. Yeah. History. yeah. <clears throat> so he banned Graham Hancock <clears throat> and that's kind of the thing. People who have been researching this history for so long and then for someone to say, there's actually a whole 20,000 years prior and you're you're studying the small part of it and even though you spent 60 years doing it 
it's now much smaller of a picture. Oh shit! <clears throat> and that's like why there's so much pushback. No, I know, I know. I'm gonna, don't worry about. It. I mean, that's it. Doesn't surprise me because it it, it really is just ego and the power to stop right. someone from advancing. But he loves the pyramids. He can't see it anymore. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I mean, I feel like that's what happens on colonized and captured land, right? So Mm -hmm. we know that there's there's no good business in teaching people what does not feed the machine. It does not feed the machine to think that there are these great resets. It doesn't feed the machine to think that there are possibilities outside of their, um, <clears throat> outside of their holy books, because some people base their entire thing off of their belief system. And I had a teacher one time explain to me that it's like it's cool to hear what you believe, but like, what have you experienced? Ooh. Because you don't believe in something until you experience, and then now your beliefs are shattered. Yeah. So if you base your entire life about about your behind your belief system, um, you know you you have flaws. But people bring into question, well, then how do you have morals and X, Y, and Z? But if you based on experiences, if if we were living in, you know, the ideal situation, you would have enough experiences to know right from wrong from a young age. Agreed. You were encouraged yeah. to treat people all the same and love on people and be you know sharing and kind and all of that stuff. You grow up that way. Yeah. And so your experience would inform that your belief in this holy book can be real, whatever, whatever. But if something happens to, sh- to shake that belief, it's okay because you, you revert back to your experiences and your experiences of that of love and order and, you know, whatever. Um, but there's a lot of good evidence that these resets are real. And um, we could be facing one. Um, but do you live in... <coughs> you live in fear of that or you worry of that or you just live in spite of it and just I have a quick question. Nick, did you fart? No. Did you fart? No. I heard a I heard a flash. Oh no, that was my foot. Oh god, I was about to say that was the cutest farting sound I've ever heard. <laughs> like, oh my god. Um I, I'm all about the reset. I feel like we need one. We need yeah, to like control I, alternate delete life real no, quick. I don't that like I I think that that's probably gonna end up happening and we don't have a control whether it does or not, but like that's almost too defeatist. <clears throat> that's almost too defeatist. It's like there are some resets that need to occur. You know, m- there are some cycles that need to happen because it's the cycle of like birth, existence, death. Yeah. Recreate, you know, there are some cycles that could be moved through in some systems, but life is amazing if you, it is. If you experience it. But I was about to say, isn't the most beautiful thing about life is that it comes to an end? Well, yeah, and you can't ever, like, find everything. You know what I mean? You can't ever, like, learn everything. You know, life is just, it truly is just in a weird way, in, like, a corny way, just, like, the way you make of it. Can I ask you, would you value life more if you were immortal? Or would you value it less? Not at all. But that's not the most beautiful thing. The most beautiful thing, in my opinion, of life is that it can be experienced. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The completion <clears throat> of that experience is death. So it's a necessary thing, because if you were immortal, you just get bored, right? Everything mm-hmm. you love, every, you know, yeah, everything you know. Um, but you, you, you would, you would, you need death. You need completion. Yeah. But I'm just saying the most beautiful aspect is not the end of it. The most beautiful aspect is the experience of it and the presence of it at all of its stages. Because mm. a lot of teachings so, say that at the moment of death, we have to be in a space of like happy and gratitude and excitement for the next step. Because if not, then we 
cycle back or we experience more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like taking a step back to the to the reset mm-hmm. um aspect i mean i honestly think like resets and paradigms and everything else obviously i feel like the most common way it happens is through like hardship and uh you know either war or something like that just something that perpetuates a cycle to to completion in like the worst way possible but i i do feel that it is possible to more have like an enlightenment type of reset where it's like people just become more expansive more uh more open-minded to what can happen if everyone kind of comes together. You know what I mean? I don't think all resets have to be bad. But why do you think they? it feels like they don't want us to unify? Because the machine, like, and you, you tell me what you think, but the machine itself, like he was saying, kind of perpetuates itself. Like, if it doesn't serve the machine, it, it, it's not meant to exist, basically. <clears throat> and to me, that's more, it's the system of, like, how we think about money and what life is and and just the constant grind of everything it kind of holds you in your place and Hmm. it makes it hard to feel like there's a better option yeah i I would agree um i think unification is the biggest threat to the systems that's built on um division but i think sadly because they say he, he who doesn't hear must feel, right? I think, sadly, yeah. humans need violent revolution and, and resets, unfortunately. But, um, like you said, an enlightened one. There can be an enlightened reset. And, and I think we have them, we just don't discuss them, right? Um, in some cultures and countries, they do. But, like, for example, <coughs> how old are you? 29. You're 29, too. Okay, so I don't know if you guys remember this. But when I was a kid, I don't celebrate most holidays. That's not something I do. But when I was a kid... um. Thanksgiving was a day where you see a lot of pilgrims. You see a lot of Native Americans that they called Indians. Yeah. And um, it just indigenous people. Sorry. Um, it just it was it, it's weird. You stop seeing that, and you started just seeing turkeys and like dinners and cooked animals. You also don't you didn't you don't see as much cartoons about like mm-hmm. turkeys running around in a dude with a big old bullhorn type shotgun. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, elephant shotguns just like chasing a, a turkey down trying to kill him and gut him and throw him in a pot of stew and like like cook old Looney Tunes like cook, you know, the yeah, yeah, cut yeah. carrots and, and onions and stuff. You don't see all of that. But they never talked about that cultural change. It just changed to something new. And America's real bad at that. They they'll change something. We'll change something and we won't discuss why it changed, right? It just happens. It just happens, and we just don't discuss it. Where I think in other cultures, some other cultures, there's there's at least a discussion of, like, we not with this anymore. We're on this type of time now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, again, it's the machine that he, he was discussing that we, we brought up. Like, it's it's the the system of division, of capitalism, of extraction. Do you yeah. think that's only in America, or do you think that machine's no, worldwide? I think capitalism is worldwide, and that's one of the reasons why I personally, I haven't reached a place yet where I'm like, oh, I'm going to move. Um because I know that America will show up on my front door. I yeah. see it wherever I go. I see how people are fascinated by America. I see how people are in, in love with America. And I see how people idolize it. But what they idolize about us, very few people idolize the beauty that, it, that can be found in our Constitution and some of our you know, systems that we might be able to now utilize for our own freedoms. And someone else is going to say that you can't break down Master's House and Master's Tools. But um, at least I think we have fair, fair game at them now, right? Like, but I think most people idolize America for 
the shit that we would call capitalism. Yeah. And the power that we've accumulated throughout the world. You like the worst aspects of the imperialist core. You well, know I think I, mean? I don't, but I don't think most people idolize us for that. I think they hate us for that. Yeah. So, I mean, but I think they idolize the the coolness of America. Oh, okay. Okay. In that sense. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, I think, I think most people think America, at least the people that I've spoken to, and I've spoken to some very conservative left, right, whatever in between. I think a lot of people think America sees ourselves as the police of the world, which for whatever reasons, good, bad, or indifferent, <clears throat> we kind of have to, right? Yeah. Um, but in some, in some spaces. We got that slinging dick military. Not even that. It's like there are treaties where governments have come in and asked us. There's definitely places we've inserted ourselves, a thousand percent, right? But there's places where governments have asked us to be in. And what that really translates to is they've decided to be on the American side of the fight. Oh, it's like it can be extortion, I guess, but people hold up to that treaty. So even if America's like, you know what? Yeah, we don't we're not getting a lot of support to be here. It's like, nah, you promised. So it's like certain countries that if they go to war, we have to step in. No, no, because no. Of yeah. our treaties. Even if we really even if the and we'll we'll step in with that energy. But is that NATO? <clears throat> That's part of it. NATO is NATO's. We are a part of NATO. Yeah. So that's part of what he's speaking about right now is is like those treaties, right? NATO is a nuclear arms treaty where it's just like when one goes to war, we all go to war, this, that, the other. That's what, like, that's like the world order because those are the most powerful countries outside of like a few. But really, yeah, who's not in NATO? Russia, China, North there's Korea? A list. No, I'm yeah. sure there's. A- and so, like, but NATO is just Europe and the U.S. Yeah. When it comes to like, it's not the, Africa or anything. There's no like African countries in it. Not in NATO. I mean, Turkey is gonna technically. But Turkey's in Europe. Technically. Technically. I would say Turkey's. Uh, yeah, someone's gonna Turkey, say something Turkey. about that. No, Turkey is in Europe. Yeah, it's it's Eurasian, right? So it's, yeah. it's like that bridge space. Um, is Albania Eurasian? I don't know. We can look that up. North Atlantic Treaty Organization. So it is all Turkey. Greece, Hungary, Bulgaria, Estonia, Latvia, Slovakia, Albania, Croatia, Montenegro, North Macedonia. So North Macedonia. Whoa. Whoa. Um, yeah, there is some involved. African countries in it. Istanbul cooperation. Cro- uh, so the the legends right there. So Istanbul's like, in Turkey. It, there's there's the core of NATO, which is the member countries, and then like for instance in Africa, the Purple Nations. They're in dialogue with NATO, so like yeah. they're kind of like they're in they're in a pact, but it's not the core. Um. So it, it basically NATO's headquarters in that. Brussels, uh, Belgium, somewhere yeah, somewhere like that. I'm sure I'm sure you're right. Uh, I'm just not sure. You know what's weird, dog? What do you think the main language they speak in Belgium is? They speak three languages there. What is this? French, German, and English? Dutch. German and Dutch? Yeah. German and Dutch. French, German, and Dutch. French, German, and Dutch. Isn't that random? I like Europe for the thought of... Everyone needs to know 13 languages. Yeah, there's countries that require up to five languages before you can graduate. High school? Yeah. Wild. I think that's so smart, in a, you know what I mean? Because it really expands their ability to really participate in the world. There's this soccer player called Romelu Lukaku, and when you, um, he's Belgian, but I think he's, like, from DR Congo. I think he's, like, 
family heritage is from. But when you get uh the players, like when the refs get the sheet, they'll get a sheet of how many languages a player speaks. So like whatever the most spoke language is, the ref will speak that. Like they'll get a ref based on that. This motherfucker speaks so many languages, dog. They can't fill it up in one box. He speaks like fifteen languages. That's awesome. That's wild. That's so yeah. That's awesome. That brings up a great point to look up the history of Belgium in the DR Congo. Thing. You know about that shit? I mean, it sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, fifteen languages. That's a very smart motherfucker. See, I'd love that. I think you got to learn. You got to start young, learning how to turn on those parts of the brain mm-hmm. to pick up languages, because. I think languages, math, and music are all the same center. That same. Yeah, yeah. They activate like that. That that creativity. The right. That cognition in the brain. Mm-hmm. What um? How many languages do you speak? One. One. I only ask because you had mentioned. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, I I can understand some Caribbean Spanish. Um, what about can, patois. Yeah, but that's not a language. It's a yeah. dialect. So, English. But I, I want to learn a couple languages, but I, I don't... Well, is Creole language or dialect? Because it's just... Um, when, it's a language. When... So when... We should look all of these things up because we're tired or stoned. But um, Haitian Creole is its own language. Yeah. But people would argue that it's a dialect of, of French. French, yeah. But it's its own language. Yeah. Like, fully. Um, but when you say a Creole... Creole, like... Pato would be a Creole. Yeah. But not like Haitian Creole. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's organized and mm-hmm. yeah. Just so you know, everything that we're talking about is gonna show up here. Like I'm gonna actually screenshot. Yeah, either I'm gonna screenshot and whatever I can just screenshot and fact check all I'm gonna do. Bro. Just so just so you know we're actually gonna <laughs> There's some yeah, Haitian people that speak like so you know how Creole's like French, like Haitian French? Yeah. They speak like Creole Portuguese, mm-hmm. wild. Creole people are ethnic groups formed during the European colonial era from the mass displacement of peoples brought into sustained, sustained contact with others from different linguistic and cultural backgrounds, who converged onto a colonial territory to which they had yeah. not previously belonged. That is the That's fucking crazy. most hardest. Hardest? That's the most fucked up way to describe slavery, nigga. What? <laughs> Read that again. From the mass displacement of peoples brought into sustained contact with each other from different linguistic and cultural backgrounds who converged onto a colonial territory to which they had not previously belonged. Nigga, that's slavery. But you know what happened, right? They fought that shit and won. This is talking about all people in general. That's like the whole like... That uh, is what Creole peoples are. Haiti's like part of that. Right. Haiti is, is... That means, again... Creole peoples are eth- are ethnic groups, so there's multiple oh. formed during the colonial era, during the displacement of people. That is wild. Contact with others from different linguistic and cultural backgrounds who converged onto a colonial territory to which they had not previously belonged, often involuntarily uprooted from their or- original. Oh, they were snatched. This is go, wild. Go down to the bottom and see who edited this last, because I'm curious. Like this could not have started out. Uh, labeled like that. There should be an editor. I only say that because that seems very doctored. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that seems seems right out of a history book somewhere. Yeah, dog. Often involuntarily uprooted from their original home, the settlers were obliged to develop. The settlers were obliged to develop and creatively merge with desirable elements from their diverse backgrounds to produce new variants, varieties of social, linguistic, and cultural norms that su- superseded the prior norms. This process, known as creolization, is characterized by rapid social flux. Regular, regularized yep. into Creole ethnogenesis. Creole peoples are widely, very widely in ethnic backgrounds. This is also really little for me to read. And mixture and may have since developed. Thank you. You're gonna zoom in. Ah, <laughs> since developed distinct <laughs> ethnic identities. The development of Creole languages is something mistakenly attributed to the emergence of Creole ethnic identities. However, the two developments occur independently. Bullshit. When you read it, I was like, "Dog, this man is yeah, killing it right I now." I forgot those. Those teas on the uh, counter. I'll be right back with that. Ah, okay, okay. But you know things. how Haiti became like a thing, right? I, I'm I'm not as well versed as I'd like to be to to say that I'm, um, that I'm able to speak well on it. But I have Haitian brothers that have educated me on the revolution, and they are the first. They're the first, yeah. Um, uh, you know, country um, to do that shit to, to to free themselves and then become the first black country. So that's um, that's crazy. The spirit and with my Haitian brothers and sisters is immense. So mes amis. There you go. You know, we we got a lot of love for the Haitians, and yeah. So um, that revolution was something that sparked the minds of of Africans everywhere. Now, there's yeah. also a bunch of African revolutions in um in America that we don't talk about either but that's something to to acknowledge that it wasn't and not to sound like a hater but I just think it's good to acknowledge because sometimes we talk about them in Jamaica we talk about them in Haiti we talk about them in other countries but we don't acknowledge that it wasn't like the brothers here in America were just chilling thank you sir what is this shit um it's Kratom it's Kratom what does it do for your soul not sure not sure so yeah, this is you know it's, it's this is Creole people. Damn. Next subject. What are we Damn. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Not I think I mean we I can think... get deep. We can talk about this. We can go into the DR Congo of, shit. I mean that's okay. a whole other thing. That shit's so, wild. The thing with America, like what? you know how they like, say when they do treaties, you talk about what's happening with Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but I'm, when we talk about DR Congo, we talk about King Leopold and and. Atrocities that have occurred that we just over, we could talk about DR Congo and then what do you think about like uh, have you ever seen Requiem for an American Dream? Um, Requiem for a Dream, yes, it's a, the With, older uh, movie. Noam yeah. Chomsky, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about any of that stuff? I honestly, it was been so long, I don't even remember what the movie's about. Oh my god, it's uh, uh let's start with DR Congo. Trailer, let's start nah, with that's Congo. heavy. We, that's we, heavy. That's heavy. We, all I'm gonna say is that you know, if if people give any reverence Go to what on. occurred with with Hitler and the uh, the Holocaust, uh, it's worth looking into what Leopold did in Africa and what the epigenetics of that type of trauma can do to a population. Um, Cause they're but all, but nonetheless, and I just also feel like just dropping this. Nonetheless, the the history didn't begin with any of these things. They may have landed on our maps and our laps and our idea trays through these things, but the history history begins way past that. So yeah, it's always no, it's always worth noting. But they speak. There's such a small people that speak that language, right? What language? The there's like two other like one or two languages in DR. They can't. Pass me you don't another, know. Uh, headphones. Not sure. And you know what? It's also wild dog. Randomly, 
Haiti and the Dominican Republic share an island. That, yeah, that's an overlooked fact. Hispaniola the island. Um, people don't don't talk about that, and definitely, there's not an equal treatment. There's not equity yeah. on the island. Like the Dominican people. I got scolded last I t- talked about that too. What? Oh no. Oh, here. Uh, are you doing money? Nick, gotta go in the fucking thingy, dog. No, I know. That man looks like he should be on the nickel. I remember that photo. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I thought you were going to leave the door open for this cat. I know, I forgot. He didn't. And for the air. Can you drop the air down in the crib? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the lights, dog. Of course it is. Do you think the Constitution could get, like, renewed? Every so, like, 50 years or something? Hold on. I have not. I had not seen this or heard of this. I so, thought you meant a record for the dream, the uh, the uh, the movie, like the entertainment movie. This is a so, documentary that looks. Yeah, this. So, <clears throat> in terms of like, just the way I kind of see politics is kind of like with this. It's all all about like concentration of power, dividing mm-hmm. the population, everything we've already kind of spoken about. Um, <clears throat> but. Um, but this would be really interesting if you haven't like seen it, this, this basically breaks down the pillars of how billionaires basically, right? Or like the people that actually control society, it's their method of extracting wealth from the population while eroding their democracy at the same time. Oh shit. How they've destroyed all the labor movements, the socialist movements, the communist movement, how it's all kind of happened. So the American dream is unattainable right now? Yeah. So like America's never been a complete meritocracy. But when it comes to the way America in the past was able to elevate into the middle class from the working class, <clears throat> they did that through unionization, being paid essentially more of a living wage where it's like you can get 100 grand a year in today's money. Then you could also get health insurance and everything to go with it, which I disagree with. It shouldn't be attached, but back then at least that happened. And then you'd have a pension when you retire after 25 years and it, go- and it pays you for the rest of your life 
like 80% of what your total salary was. Mm -hmm. That's how the American society, the economy used to work. Now it's about these wage jobs, which like if you go back into like wage, uh, paying people by wage and the theory behind it, it's essentially its own form of slavery because like you're enslaved to the dollar, let's say 20 bucks an hour. That's your entire lifeline. Your insurance is attached to it. Everything's attached to it. You, you quit that the chances of you falling into depressed or like into poverty are way higher in our, in our form of society. Right. I mean, this is, I think it's designed this way. I don't think, yeah. Like, I think at the end of the day, the root of that is capitalism. Agreed. And so, um, I'm on the fence about Noam Chomsky. I don't know enough about him. I haven't spent enough time. So like him to, to to give him a a yay or nay, but, but I, I would say that like everything you described was once a part of the American dream. I don't think it was attainable for everyone and i don't think it was ever truly des- it's it's designed to expand itself every time it needs fresh blood yeah but it's not there always has to be someone at the base of the pyramid of course and that's right? and the, that's wrong because the floor is non-existent exactly and, and <clears throat> at some point we have to get to a place where we no longer we have to get to a place where we we, we no longer value things over people yeah um but like the only way you get there is through some fucked up shit yeah i mean like right now for instance every so many years they they reevaluate how many people live paycheck to paycheck oh my God. it's up to 63 percent now and the bottom 50 percent of america of americans yeah 63 percent that's aggressive so in the bottom that's like for real 63%, no think about this bro. think about this the bottom 50 percent of americans own only two percent of the entirety well, of the entire wealth of the united states well that's what we talk about like on a local level yeah <clears throat> pleasant city the historic part of West exactly Palm Beach, it's the historic black community of west palm beach 19 homeowners yep exactly or like that's think, the mic that's the micro to the macro that you think about this when it comes to this is like another side. It's not the exact same thing. But in Tampa, there's corporations that are buying entire like towns. They do that here too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, what's the name not, of it? I mean like Black, I mean like Water. hundreds and hundreds right. of the, like, and like What's the name of it? It's, there's a group. Uh, oh, BlackRock. BlackRock. <clears throat> yeah. They're I think they're the one that did it in Tampa. And they bought like an entire like little mini city that they are just going to like rent out. It's like a rentable city. That's terrifying because then you're just a, like in terms of like like you're a slave to the system itself. You're a slave to that entire thing because a, a company like BlackRock is so extortionist in the way they affect you as a person. They'll make sure you're paying every dime you make to them. I'm not going to fetishize oh. indigenous culture to believe that every indigenous group was like in harmony and hanging out. But mm-hmm. I would say it is more traditional to find indigenous cultures the idea that no man can own the earth. Yeah. You set up shop over there. Cool. I set up shop over here. Yeah. We're good. <clears throat> like, there's enough space on the planet that we all could have a place to live, mm-hmm. reside, um, and live comfortably. Yeah. That's gone. Oh, you know the desire 100%. for that, that, the lifestyle that that, the lifestyle that supports that is gone, and the people that want that are gone. Like nobody, we all want to be on the coast. We all want to be close to the water. We want to be living nice lives. But there's there's more wild space in North America than there is in Africa. 
That's crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, that's including parts of Canada and stuff that are very yeah, hard of course. to live in. But yeah. people love to live there. I mean, they'll pay you to move to certain parts of the United States just to get you there. Yeah. Like, we don't have to live in these fucked up conditions. And we, like, imagine I living in listen, Kansas. Bro, I, I, Gross. I, I mean, some people live in Kansas. Big shot yeah. in Kansas. I just, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, like, okay, you live in Kansas. May not be my cup of tea, but maybe yeah. I can move to Montana. Okay, that's true. You know, I, maybe I might not. I'm just saying, like, if they if they forced us to like get off the coast, or because we are <clears> sinking, <throat> right? Like, all the projected models say that we're going to be underwater. We have and to how leave. long? I don't know. Like a hundred years, eighty. years. I don't know, bro. All models say different things, and I'll tell you. I saw something that said, um, if man disappeared, we would we nature would come back within fifty to one hundred years or some shit like that, or like fifty years, you'd see the first signs of like nature coming you know. back, bro. Y'all remember wow. COVID? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, did you see the pictures of the earth when we stopped driving? Brother. Oh, my God. I have friends that live down, downtown Miami. Like a, like a pearl. And some of them have views of the Biscayne Bay. And when people were saying, it's not true, that it's not getting clear, they were taking pictures daily from the balcony. Um, I saw that in a bunch of different groups. One of my, like I said, one of my always lives down there. And was, they were speaking on that, on, on seeing animals come back out and, like... And wow. that was one year of us just chilling the fuck out. Damn. Um, I wish I wish there was a way that we could sustainably take resets like that. Like, you know, people who they don't have to be stuck at home with abusive family members. Um, people don't have to be stuck in these like isolated spaces that give them anxiety. Yeah. But I I I think sitting down for nature is worth it. And then like you get to know the people around you. Like I met my neighbors. Yeah. How long oh, you no, live there 100%. for? I had lived, I ended up living there for four years, and I still talk to, to, to a couple of my neighbors. They're really good friends of mine, stand-up people. Um, shout out to uh, JR and Megan. They're getting married. Um, they do Divine Wall Murals. Look up Divine Wall Murals. It's an amazing organization. And then also through there, you can find uh, Megan's realty service. Like She really takes pride in helping people find their first homes and so it's a dope, they're a dope couple. Uh, had a lot of wild ass experiences with them. So, side note, let me just give you a little story because you like stories and we're here just to talk shit. Hey. Um, with the food distribution with Hospitality Helping Hands that I did after one of our grocery days. Mm-hmm. And if you go to h 3 or, or excuse me, h3.org, h3.org on Instagram. You, sorry. No, you will, you're uh, totally good. Dog, do you see, see this multitasking? <laughs> He's you'll good. see some of the uh, you'll see some of the the pictures if you scroll all the way down to what we did with the food distribution. But sometimes when we had extra food, I would make sure that I take it to some of the different um, charities and homes and stuff where people needed it. Point is, I'm doing my round, and I get to this one amazing place, Adopt a Family. Adopt a Family Palm Beach is an amazing organization. Support them if you want a charity to give money to. They're great. Inner City Innovators is great. Different Shade of Love is great. Shout out to all the charities, hospitality, upper hand, um, <laughs> the five hundred one c threes that actually do a lot of great work. There's a lot of good people in, in the town doing stuff. Dog, you're but, um, sitting on scissors, bro. That's dangerous. Sitting on some scissors. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Was I saying? Oh, so I'm there. My phone was given. I didn't know how to use my iPhone at the time because I just got on Team iPhone, and I sent an SOS out, and. The person that the SOS went to um, didn't have an app or didn't know how to open up the maps. 
and like struggles for 30 minutes calling me and I'm calling her. I didn't realize this. Um, so she eventually hits up JR and she's like, yo, I'm gonna send you D's location because he could open up an iPhone. Mm -hmm. He sees that I'm on Henrietta, which is pretty rough area in Palm Beach and I'm right under the bridge at Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard and Henrietta Ave. He grabs his AR, his pistols, his thermal blankets, his first aid kit, towels, food, water, like his his girl is a or his wife, his fiance, his wife, soon to be wife, um, is a veteran. And he's a bit of a revolutionary survivalist and extraordinary creative artist, survivor, um, farmer. MacGyver. Yeah. He's a black MacGyver. Bro, so the point is he truly is a survivor. <laughs> the point is that not many people I know are going to pack up like that and mount up. And he mounted the fuck up. And finally, when I when I got hold of everybody right before they left the house, you know, he was pissed at, at hearing 30 minutes after the SOS went off. But he, he was like, I'll get home and I'll show you what I have ready, bro. And when I got there, the whole kit was there. And I was like, damn. Damn. Like, he was about to peel out. Dude, well, I mean, you, you know. That's what good friends do. So, so shout out to them. That was a side story, just for that's for an, that's an awesome story. But I story lived there, though. and I had not known a lot of my neighbors. I knew them, and knew a couple of people in our building. But like, we'd go walking in the in the morning. It's COVID, right? So everybody's walking. Yeah, you meet mad people you never seen before. We started working out at the tennis courts. People started coming to work out and join us. Um, there was community because you have to be around each other, and you can't distract yourselves. I honestly think that was the best part of COVID though. You know what I mean? Like if there was one good thing about it, is it kind of like really stopped you and like in your own little way, like reset you a bit. Whoa. Okay. That's some tea. Mm. Bitter. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it did. You know, and for the people that could experience it, I really, I really, I have love for that. I was able to experience it in the beginning, but the minute I started volunteering, I'm, you know, I like we went from feeding like a few hundred families a week to feeding eighteen hundred families a week. Damn. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, on and one you guys day. all did that through H three. That was one day, one day, eighteen hundred families. You, how long did you, how long did you do that for? Months, but they eventually shut us down in Bus Palm, and we had to go to Riviera Beach. Mm -hmm. Um, and we did it under the bridge at the Port of Palm Beach. And then that eventually had to get shut down. And then we just... Why did you get shut down? <clears throat> um, the first time because of the traffic. If you're familiar with West Palm Beach, um, Georgia Avenue where the peach is. Shout out to the peach. You should go check it out. It's a dope space. Troy's Barbecue. Um, and all the artists over there. Craig, Adam, Alex, all of them. Shout Um, From the peach all the way down Georgia Avenue to Nottingham, Two lines would begin. One mm -hmm. would go straight down to Forest Hill. Yeah. The other one would go up to Dixie, to Southern, and back over the bridge. The peach is right by those houses, right? Yeah. Okay. So it, we would have. That's like where the flavors two. event was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout to flavors. Yeah, shout out flavors. We just did an event with them. It was dope. What'd you guys do? Um, we had a uh, rock the block party in uh, Blum Park in Pleasant City with Inner City Innovators, Ooh. the Hope Dealers. Is that where you went with Bella? Yeah. Yeah, it was dope. Um, it was cold, so it was a thing, but it was a dope experience. Um, what else was I going to say? I don't remember. 
Oh, so yeah, because we were causing such a traffic backup, um, there was some polit- politics involved with not being able to manage the traffic, and eventually we found a different home, and that was that was amazing. I mean, like, do we do we have Instagram on, up here? Nah. Can can we go on Instagram on the website? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I gotcha. So you know Rodney? Very well. Stasi, you made it on the page. Oh, he's gone. I would argue that you know subculture is a family. So we all kind of know each other. So Nick, put your phone number in it. I think it's already done. No, I'm saying on the podcast. No, 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 no. No need. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, just go to search. H three H three org. H three org. O r g. Oh, okay. It's so close though. So scroll all the way down. Otter dogs. Yeah, there's a little pot kicks from uh, the Bahamas. Oh. Otter dogs to rescue if anybody wants to adopt them. Scroll all the way down. So this is all wait, 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 wait. by who? Take it. What do you mean by who? Like who runs all this? <clears throat> uh, no one runs it all now, but. Dude. What happened? It's so loud. <laughs> I got you. It's, it's the. Uh... <laughs> oh, it was in here. My bad. It's uh, it's just this, this extra. Oh, you don't even need to do that. No, I just wanted them to know how bad it was. Yeah, that shit hurt. How do we just press back? I don't know, dog. We've never been on it. Go to find some videos. There you go. It's a great movie. Shout out to Danny from Miami. Dude, this was all under that bridge over there. Holy shit. Yeah, dog. And that bridge is a one-way... Those are two way. How come they didn't send the cops to like help out with this? Traffic? Is this is in Georgia? This is uh, oh, okay, okay. This okay. is Porta Palm Beach, and I feel like it's supposed to move, but it's not moving. So this is not what I wanted to see. Sorry, guys. No, but that was a dope ass song. This is ridiculous. Oh, so who set this all up? We did. Just grinded. Okay, so that's like the parking lot. We'd fill this twice. Holy shit. Those are two two or three lines. <clears throat> <that> are... Dog, this is like COVID testing for food. And this is when we no longer were able to give full bags of great, amazing groceries. But we were still giving good boxes of of groceries. But 
before what we what we first had was were you guys giving out water we did we we when when there was poisoning and this is at the peach that wooden restaurant wow. bar is kind of lit yeah troy's barbecue really dope spot wow <clears throat> wow this is awesome that's this that's so great so the video right there they're getting their meats the last little bit of so they pull up they get meat from here they get the last little bit of liquids and stuff that we had available you see they're getting full bags of groceries yeah you know that's nutritious shit right there i shouldn't say shit it's nutritious food um and they're getting quality quality products there Man, they're giving the Callaway blues. You know, so these are these are the artist bays that have transformed that you can go and experience at the peach. But yeah. In this video, what you're seeing is like it's uh it's the operation that, you know, before the space was activated. Bring out some music for the volunteers, for the people in their cars. Um and this is this is a confined space because this is actually in the peach, but they're driving in, coming around through the back and getting that's George Avenue right there. We had a walk-up line. Holy shit. And amazing organizations. Every, almost Damn, every so organization big as fuck. Subculture is a, a, a really large restaurant group. So look at that. That is that is one or two families worth of groceries that, you know, you, you, get, in, you get nutritious, wholesome food, bro. That's, that's dignified shit, you know what I'm saying? That's dignified. It's giving people... It's giving people... Um, more really than just them. leftovers. Yeah, dog. He's giving them and a so chance. So what, what you want to do when you when you're donating stuff is you want to not donate your your trash because think about somebody getting your stuff. Um, like actually like buy some stuff you would want to eat yourself. Right. Buy buy the amount of stuff that's needed in the community. You can just you know that's the line. It's already over here on on Broadway. Oh, you, shit. so this is lined up on Broadway. The parking lot's full, bro. You see all those cars. And you would do 1,800 meals a day. 1,800 families, yeah. Families a day. Damn. At the height of it. You know, that wasn't, by the time we were here, we weren't at 1,800. I think by the time we were here, we were like, in the beginning, like 13, 14. So this is the first set of Philip, and now that's the second set of Philip. Wow. I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't blow smoke, bro. When I give praise and when I hold stuff true, it's because there's real experiences. We have two uh, refrigerated trailers that would come up. Shout out to the Port of Palm Beach. Shout out to my man, Jose. I haven't talked to him in a minute, but he was. There was amazing staff at the port that tried to help us from Tropical and from um, Heavy Lift. You need to ship stuff, Heavy Lift. Um, wow. That's But I that's mean, this so is awesome. an amazing thing, you know, and I hope you show the viewers that this, and this is, again, this is a smaller version of the operation. I can literally go step by step and explain to you what you're seeing, but the point is that that is not nearly the same quality or quantity of what we were be able to support people at the at the Peach, in uh, Georgia Avenue um, in the beginning. And... It's still a blessing to be able to support them through the Palm Beach County Food Bank and, and some of the other supports. A lot of the stuff we bought ourselves, and, and many times, it's not to ride or it's not to, to, to give false praise or whatever, but it's the truth. Many times, um, our founder would, many times our founder would pay out of his own pocket. That's beautiful, dog. Right? So, imagine waiting in this line. It would suck. For hours. So, we had people that would be in our lines from 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. 
Wow. Fuck. At George Avenue. Shout out to the Miami Diaper Bank. Always coming through with diapers. Diapers are so... Diapers you can't get with Wick and food stamps and all that. Yeah. That's... That's... You can't get, like, diapers or hot food. And and children... And children go through, like, babies, babies. They shit incessantly, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you need diapers. Parents need diapers. So... Um... That's something that people need in the community. But also what we like to say is support diaper banks. Because when you go and buy diapers, the, the way you buy diapers at home, we can buy at a wholesale cost. And wow. we can get greater value, greater quantities out of a dollar than you would go in a Target or Walmart. So it's still greatly appreciated. But you want to donate? Donate wet wipes. Donate pads and tampons. Wow. Those are necessary needed items. Like some of these people you're seeing in this video are some of the most dedicated, hardworking people I've ever met. They come out every weekend because this is a one-day operation, right? There's a couple of days of prep that goes into this that a Mm -hmm. small handful of people would do. Um, But for the most part, these volunteers would come out every Saturday and volunteer their time for free to be hot and sweaty and stinky and... That's that's so That's beautiful shit, dog. You know, you see how dirty my shirt is right there. It's like wet down to the bottom, like... Uh. But yeah, bro, so... That, that's hospitality helping hands. That's I was the uh, I was the executive director of this organization for a while um, until I moved on to some other things. But you know, we trying to just trying to show up. Hospitality helping hands started because Rodney had to fire six hundred and fifty people from subculture because we had to close down for. Uh, so he started COVID. this right as COVID started. Then well, he started he started feeding people. He had already had the Bahamas relief crews after the hurricane. We went out to the Bahamas. And um, we assisted with the families, and that was another thing that was just immense. That was a life-changing experience. Um, and that, I guess, was one of the couple things that just had him spark this, like, we have to be ready. We have to give back. We have to, you know, do what we can. And so immediately he started feeding people hot plates out of his couple different restaurants. Howley's was one that a lot of people in West Palm Beach know, but there's the two other ones that were, were feeding hot meals. And... Um, I was like, bro, it's a flesh eating disease. I'm not going out to feed like 2,000 people in your face. Like, yeah, we don't know what COVID is. But after we got a handle on it and everything. Oh, this is COVID or the hurricane? This is COVID. COVID. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry. The Mama's Relief Cruise was for, for, was for uh, COVID. I mean, for Hurricane. When we went over there and we helped the, the people of the Bahamas, um, or we assisted the best we could and did a couple of trips with that. There was multiple cruises over there and it's like ship, ships went, that went over there. Um, but then for, fast forward to COVID time, um, he was feeding the people. And then it became apparent that it wasn't just like hospitality workers. Like there was, everybody was in need. Yeah. And he, he called for help and see who's going to help. And no one's going to help. So he said, screw it. We're going to do it. Oh and my God. Um, that's when I got involved and I was like, okay, we're doing weekly. So we're going and we're prepping for three days. And then on a fourth day, we're going to grind and we're going to like serve. I can get behind that. So, um, went and and started that the, the process, and we that's unbelievable. Quickly went up to why don't they want this man for mayor, dog? Rodney was deemed. Um, Rodney was deemed uh, ineligible to run for mayor because he doesn't qualify because of residency issues, which. Personally, I don't, uh, obviously, and everyone's going to say, duh, but I don't support the decision. I'm not happy with the decision. 
Um, and I think it, regardless, we should have at least an election with a blank slate on it. And there's money that's involved in that. But to just think that it's never happened in the history of the city that there has been three incumbents that just walk onto their seats. Um, it's unheard of. What do you know? mean? What happened? So do you, where did we lose you? So like the election was canceled, right? right? Because Rodney was the only competitor to the mayor. And now he's off the ballot. And two of the commissioners are in the same boat, but they didn't, they didn't even have an opponent to go against to begin with. Yeah. So. Wait, what do you mean they're in the same right? boat? They're not. Right there? Yeah. So, like. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to massage there. No, no, straight. Not your back. So, I'll explain it while he's doing that. So, like, the it's election the was canceled, right? <laughs> so, when it comes to. um. So when it comes to like the commissioners, they don't have to do an election. The mayor yeah. doesn't have to do an election. It's just an uncontested. But the two other right people are seat. they like also not? They're West all Palm? they're all paid off essentially by the same people. No, 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 no. Well, hold on, wait, wait, wait. you tell me. <laughs> he's hyped. He's hyped. We in this bitch. No, no, no. It's not that because he's not because hyped. um, I, I got respect for 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 Commissioner Perduzzi. He is a uh, he does have a heart. I don't think he always votes. With his heart, I think sometimes he does things that, you know, push the status quo. But I think he, he morally knows when it's not the thing to do. And, and he can defend that and seem that that's slanderous. But I've said that to him in the in chambers. Um, but Commissioner Warren, I believe, has a heart in the right place. Um, I don't think you're going to make everybody happy all the time. But uh, I think her her desire to serve her people is there. And there's very limited power that she can have. You know, um, and I think she utilizes it the best she can. Could she do better on some things? Possibly. But if if let's just say you get five, you get four yeses and one no. Do you want to always be that no? That puts you in such a position where it's like. And the diehards at home are going to say, of course, but it's like you don't really want to do that because even the people who have really cared when they do that, they burn out. Because you isolate yourself. So you have to be able to give and take a little bit. So, you know, that's why people say, why don't you run? Because I'm, I'm obnoxious. I'm fucking too tenacious. I'm going to go against the grain every damn time. And it's gonna, I'm going to isolate myself and box myself in. Um, Yo, see if you fucked any of this up. But. Um, Everything's good. Yeah, but but Commissioner, but but regardless, regardless, Commissioner Warren still deserved a challenger because that's a part of the de democratic process. Um, I'm glad that she didn't have to have one, but for all three seats to go un un untested, that's just that's just rough. So yeah, that means no, there's no election. That's a long story short. Of How many years is it? Four. So commissioners, I believe, are every two. And the mayor is every four. So we can fix it in four years, go again? I mean, we could try, but, you know, at the end of the day, bro, like, what's the city going to look like in four years? What's the city going to look like in four years? Depending on how much money we have to pay for parking, it better <laughs> look like a fucking utopia, dog. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, pretty expensive. Who's this guy? We Who's this doing, guy? We started doing, uh, health fairs where we would have barbers and clothes and um, all type of amazing things. 
to help, you know, just to serve shot to a different shade of love. That's Frankie Paul, Pierre Paul. Um, so just out of curiosity, then, what what power does a commissioner have compared to the mayor? In a system where there's a strong mayor, the commissioner has no power. Do we have a strong mayor? Is that the situation here, then? Yeah, but that's not that's not true. Right? No disrespect, but he gets final say. They can veto, and they, there's things that there's things that they can do that he knows not to push back on but also vice versa, right? So they don't have a lot of power, you know? And a lot of people who, who seek to make real change say that you got to be in the mayor's seat to do that. <coughs> I don't know how true, how true that is, but it seems like it. I think the biggest thing we need right now is a ballot initiative to make West Palm Beach single-member districts. So people who run for office represent the people that they live by and are elected by the people that they live by. Ibis should not be able to vote on who should be the commissioner for Tamron or Pleasant City or the South End. Yeah. Who shouldn't? <sighs> Ibis Country Not Club. even that. Like, the different districts should not be voting on the different districts' leadership. Yeah. So, uh, how about that? Tamron should not be voting on who is Ibis's commissioner. Yeah. Same sentiment, right? You vote for the people around you. Um, so this is this is what I was talking about wellness for everybody. Groceries, clothing, haircuts, diapers, dog food, showers, hot meals, HIV tests, medical screens, laundry, cell phones. Um, all these different organizations involved. The Community Health Center of West Palm Beach, place that you can definitely get free health care. Um, oh, somebody's walking in the house. That's our other roommate. Troy's Barbecue. Dose face, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, so you know, West Palm Beach, West Palm Beach could be fixed a little bit. It could be, it could be uh, more people focused, I think. Yeah, do you think, how, like, how long ago? Because I feel like it's not always been like this. I haven't been here long enough to speak on that. How long have you been here for? Deadass, I got to think about it. Um, I think I moved to West Palm Beach in 2011 or 12. Okay. Um, That's a good time. Yeah, yeah, I've been here for a while, but, like, my point of what I'm saying is, like, when I came here, City Place was already here. Oh, but it's already was, been... Yeah, but, but there's there a time when... Yeah, gentrified. Um, so there was a time when City Place wasn't City Place, and yeah, it was the like, hood. There's, it's you know, and and it's development isn't bad if the people who are there are not pushed out, right? But you go to Northwood right now, and at the end of Northwood, there's a sign on the street that says "New Faces, Same Places" or "Same Places, New Faces," some fuck shit like that. That's horrible. Like, what does that say to the kids? Yeah. What does that say to the community there? Why should I buy in an ownership in this community if I don't matter? And yeah. You don't, you don't care about me enough to even pretend like I matter. Um, and that's then, horrible. Even with Northwood, too, if you walk, like, a block from Harold's Coffee Shop, it's wild. Well, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's many things, but a block from Harold's Coffee Shop, depending on the direction you go, is Pleasant City. Do you know where Pleasant City is? Where? Do you know where it is? Is that a yes or no? No. no. Okay. I don't know what it, what is it. So it's a city, it's a community in West Palm Beach. Gotcha. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
so. Oh, this is on the way to Northwood, right? No. No? This is just on its own. Oh. This is Pleasant City. And Pleasant City is the historic black city in space within West Palm Beach. And there's a story called, um, it's, it's a story about the sticks and it's a community that was on Palm Beach Island. And um, the people were brought over to the main land to attend like the circus or something like that. And their homes were burnt down. And people say that wasn't real, but there are elders who remember seeing these things as children, allegedly. Um, I believe them. So, but regardless, I say that's not what happened. This is where they put everybody. This is where they made everyone go, one way or another. Pleasant City at one point was beautiful, and it was thriving, and it had, you know, there's streets named Cheerful here, for Christ's sake. But it had like fruit trees on every on every corner. This book is very popular you can find it at the libraries but yeah um is that where like that renaissance looking playground is on the right kind of by the water no that's curry park oh how do you know all these places um i, just, I feel like i'm talking to a gps i, I go outside no but i am i am a, i am a map my, my one of my only real fears one of my really big ones is just like being lost so i'm really good at, at directions north south east west and all that nonsense but this this is just like going outside. Like when I when I first came to when I first moved to West Palm Beach, um when I first moved to West Palm Beach, I would get homesick. And like where are you guys originally from? I'm from Palm Beach. I'm from Wellington. You're dope. You? You said uh, New York? I'm from Iceland. Okay. Mm-hmm. I knew how to speak Icelandic. So like I would I would come, when I first moved to West Palm Beach, I was living in the acreage. Uh-huh. And then I moved to, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Benoist Farms. Okay. Okay. So I was living there That's for right a little here. bit. And then I left, and then I moved all the way to Dixie. And then I felt, you know, background civilization. Well, I love Dixie. <laughs> I, I, love, I love the acreage, and I love Benoist, but it just, I hated driving, like, taking so long to drive yeah. to where I wanted to go. Because in Atlanta, you're, you're 40 minutes away from everything, right? Yeah. But I, I was from Miami. I lived in Atlanta, and I lived in New Jersey. And where I was in New Jersey, in 15 minutes, you passed, like, six cities. So <laughs> it, it got to a point where, like, being down here and taking 20 minutes to get to, like, an area yeah. felt like forever. Um, but I would hop on either the turnpike sometimes and come up, but usually, like, 95, ride up, get off on, like, North Lake or Blue Heron, Drive over to to Broadway, come down, come over, come here, which is where oh, Pleasant sorry. City is, because that's Northwood, right? Yeah. So come through Pleasant City and then drive all the way down. Sometimes in the Lake Work, back up ninety five, and then come back home. My little route to take a couple of L rides. Um, I sought out my community, places that looked like like home or felt like home, and <clears throat> um. Yeah, so when when I when I got the opportunity to steer the ship and I'm helping facilitate change, I'm going to go to my community. And yeah. so you go to these places and you find like how you said where's that park on the side? That's Curry Park. You see a bunch of shelterless people there, you want to go give them some resources, you want to go help them out, give them some some aid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Go meet them, go talk to them. Um we have a some people call it a homeless problem. We have a, an issue and, and the issue is not them, the issue is how we are all becoming them. I've been homeless three times before I was 21 years old. 
So I, I have apathy, apathy. I mean, empathy, excuse me. But we have an apathetic culture towards homelessness because uh, we assume that they did something to get there. Yeah. So it's a, it's just about going outside and just like going to meeting people, bro. And and you'll you'll taking a bicycle or just having a walk in a community or just in a general because Curry Park is like open to the public. Mm-hmm. Pleasant City's a little more private. Like you, right? You you were in the neighborhood. It yeah. wouldn't be something that you're just gonna go park into somebody's block and like walk up and down their streets. But yeah. mm-hmm. but you can volunteer at the rec center. You know what I'm saying? To get to know some people or just do some lifting or find what organizations work in the community and, and volunteer with them and you'll learn the places. You know, same way you would if you were into sushi. You'd learn all the sushi uh, spots in the community, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's that's awesome that you that you did that though. And yeah. you seeked your, your community out when you uh when you first moved down here and you were looking for that, you know. Yeah, you know, but it also speaks to this like dangerous aspect of like going to places that we probably shouldn't be. Um because it's familiar to us. That's something that we we talk about in inner city innovators when we talk to these <clears throat> men about being safe. Cause we, so the Hope Dealers are an anti-gun violence mm-hmm. and youth delinquency organization that I'm a, a mentor and life coach with. We're talking, uh, you know, uh, Tamron to this one guy. So Tamron is another part of West Palm Beach. Yeah. You know, Tamron. All right. So we on we on Tamron and like near 22nd Street, and we at the corner store talking to these guys. And one of the dudes is like, "Yo, I, I moved away. I got my son. Life is great. I just want to be a great father." But I have some free time, then I come back to the block because that's what I know. That's what I'm familiar with. That's where I feel safe. That's where I feel accepted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the same thing. I'm, I'm an out-of-towner. I, I have a respect and reverence for the community. But I'm an out-of-towner. And I drive through the community. If I post up and try to be too friendly or something happening, you know, I'm, you know, it's just not... It's better to go to the beach and clear your head. Yeah. Or yeah. go out into nature and clear your head. It's good to be around your people, so it's good. It, for me, it's, it's, it's so filling to be around my people, but not in dangerous situations, but we got to go to the trenches every day, just like we were today, cleaning up the neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Show y'all boys up. And, bro, Tamron's right by City Place. Yeah. Tamron didn't, and you, you probably know a little better than me, um, Tamron used to go into City Place. That was like the that was the neighborhood that like used to go all the way through. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like all the houses are lifted and shit. If you personally know someone that's been shot, right, back them out. Put your foot right here if you know someone who's been killed by gun
That's so sad. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <clears throat> Me, my, my two partners. That's seven 13-year-olds. Everybody's foot moved when we ask them who they know been been affected by gun violence. That's seven 13-year-olds that have to come up in a world that we had to take a picture of their foot because they didn't want to be on camera because they don't want to be seen as somebody who's telling on something or, or oversharing or being too friendly. I mean, that's the reality of the community. You know, there was an 8-year-old shot, a 14-year-old shot, and then a 21-year-old murdered all on the same day. And we still don't have full answers into what happened. You know what I'm saying? And That was the one that was near Dreyfus? That wasn't even the Dreyfus one. That, okay. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's in West Palm Beach. And so one of the things we push for is like a community oversight board. Because we're like, we want to be able to go and like get the answers. What happened? How did this person get murdered? Get some get some accountability to what's happening with any investigations or whatever else. Yeah. Right. But bro, you saw how fucked up that shit is. My friend got ran over on Halloween two years ago, and literally like there was traffic lights that like the little fucking speed cameras. Yeah. And all they had to do is I traced it, and I was like, it was right when you get off of um. Right before Lake Worth, it's the, it's the one right before like Lake Worth, and you take a right, and that car dealership's right there, and I tracked it to the Walmart, and I was like, guys, all you have to do, and I talked to the cops because they weren't doing anything, and I was like, all you have to do is look at this camera at this time, because we were able to get <clears throat> shit from surveillance, mm-hmm. and then the cops just didn't do it. Yeah, it's a broken system, but it's they refused to do it. The way it, it happened. Bro, he was on his motorcycle. They hit him and ran him over. Who's your friend? Is this Gerson? I mean, you know, that, that's one of the reasons that uh, we want a community oversight board. Somebody can make sure that the community's voice gets lifted and say, hey, what's going on with this situation? Um, even if, hey, it's being investigated. All right, well, after four or five, it's been investigated. We deserve more than that. Yeah. Right? Um, when the cops called him back, they made it sound like he was like a problem. Of course, you know and that's that's insane too because the police force is like what thirty forty percent of the budget. I, I honestly, at this point, I don't know. I'm not accurate up to to the last year's budget. To be honest, my work's been like countywide, so um. I just know that it's the largest, and it usually is, right? And people want to feel safe, and they want to be protected, and we need police and all this stuff, right? But um, the, the the manipulation of our dollars is left up to people that do not, in my opinion, um, forwardly think about the common man. Yeah. It may appear like that. In their own mind, because I don't believe anybody thinks they're a villain or working for the wrong side or not not thinking about their constituency. But it just doesn't pan out like that for everybody. And so when when we fund in a certain way um, these, these departments, it seemed like it was mine. Um, <laughs> it like you talk to the cops right and they'll tell you they don't want to be mental health counselors they don't want to go on on, on mental health calls yeah they'll tell you that yeah but you can't talk to them about taking money from their budget to fund those things you know um 
I don't know. I think I think we gotta get back to community policing and all this type of stuff X Y Z. But like the budget for the piece is crazy. Yeah. And when you look at the way overtime is paid out, and when you look at the the way that we like pensions are paid out, and all these different things, and the unions, and <clears throat> so what if we had like community policing where we picked our police departments? Or I don't know. That's a wild thought. I don't yeah. know the sheriff. Well, I mean, like that, but... even so, you know, if you go back, you know, Wait. eighty years, whatever else, we do p- pick our police department. Your mayor hi- in West Palm Beach, your mayor <laughs> hires your police chief. So that yeah. that is picking your yeah, police yeah, yeah. That, Sorry, that is, is that allowed? That is directly. I mean, that's that's how he hires them. Yeah, but if sense. if you go back eighty years and you look at you know even old movies, whatever else. In the culture, you always had a beat cop or whatever else because you did have, in some sense, a police officer that was at least in that community to some extent. Right. And they didn't even carry guns, really. You know, like today, the police force is carrying around like an automatic rifle at any given second. I I often argue that. I'm sorry. No, I'm going to cut you. Go ahead. No, no, no. It literally, it's like if you show up as a militarized force, you're going to be treated as such. Right. Yeah. That's what I always say. If I brandish my weapon, right? If I if I say I don't want any problems and I tap my hip and say I got a gun, bro, I don't want to go to war. Exactly. I've now escalated the threat. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. If I pull out my gun and I point it to the ground and I say no, I don't want any beef. I'm wrong. Um, one of my partners told me the other day. He, he was like, "Man, you're supposed to put off some warning shots." I'm like, "No, that's not how it works. If you do some warning shots, you're going to jail." Yeah. yeah. Um. You draw your weapon to destroy whatever you pointed at. If I let you know I have a weapon, I've escalated the threat to where you now know you have to use a weapon to get me. Exactly. Yeah. I'm at fault. So if we're having a domestic dispute or just a disagreement or I did some stupid shit that you just need to set me on the wrist about, if you show up and attack best, like, see, I, I come from, I know what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. The average person doesn't know what they're looking at. And from what I've known, how I experience people, they tell me, they see this just like, this like robocop right like just what is all of that yeah now i see the tourniquet which makes me feel a little more safe i'm like oh if you shoot me you can stop the bleed it's not really for me it's for you maybe but you can stop the bleed um if i see a camera or a a phone or a backup phone or you know a first aid kit or ammunition i just i can see what i'm seeing some people just see a brick of weaponry yeah and you look like you you're in Boca pulling people over who in, 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 in kit that, that is built for the military. It's a military surplus, right? Yeah. So what does that do? What is the optic there? How does that, how does that make someone feel, feel like, right? Like perspective and then perspective is a hundred percent of it. Even to add on to, even to add on to like that perspective, especially when you take, you know, for instance, like the most like egregious example, uh, here is like you take cops from Palm Beach, like West Palm Beach, whatever else, and you take them to Bell Glade to police Bell Glade, and then it's like you've now combined two different like a person from West Palm Beach or Wellington is not going to know how to properly gauge the community unless they live there and they know what's going on, right? On a right. deeper level than just like oh my god they're about to like shoot each other. It's like you don't know anything that's led up to that. You don't know about the the actual community itself. The equity, the social equity, the social capital, social capital that you have with with people when you say, like like one of my brothers said today, I know your big brother, I know your uncle, I know your daddy, I know your mama. <clears throat> the the reaction is like, oh, that's right. You know, um, 
you have to you don't have to necessarily be from the community but you have to be in the community yeah mm -hmm. so like you can move into that community but you have to participate one of the biggest flaws that i think the unions i believe are the unions who have made this up but the police can't show up to a volunteer event in their gear they can show up like you me and you they can show up just regular gear i'm a cop but that doesn't really change the experience yeah they can't show up dressed as police to you know when i was going to school we've discussed already that i'm six years older than you so don't ask how old i am but when i was going to school cop had a shirt he had a bulletproof vest on, underneath it but he had a shirt his badge he had a belt he had a gun but he looked like a dude in a uniform. Yeah, he looked normal. Yeah. These dudes look like paratroopers. Like they yeah. jumping out of helicopters ready to kick down the door and Well yeah. I mean they literally look like they're ready to like, you know, literally go to full war. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, it's like And there is evidence that sometimes that occurs, but that is such an outlier. The same way they would tell us that it's an outlier that we get murdered by them, it's an outlier that, that those things occur that they would need like to have to draw their AR-15 in the middle of a traffic stop. Yeah, every single day. That you know? level of and, arsenal. And and that, that that's but but to each its own. I mean, I know that it makes people feel comfortable in in their role, and I know it looked cool, right? Like, but these type of concepts, you wouldn't be dressed like that walking through the community. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you know? if you meant to just hang out and like, you know, actually participate remember that show where the dudes was on bikes like bike cops how they're in like short shirts and, like, yeah shorts. They, all cops should dress like that yeah like you know i but, feel so much safer oh i don't know i i get i just, get what you mean just for their presence and the fact that like they can come out you know at least help in a situation mm -hmm. they're actually there they might know the person that's going nuts whatever mm -hmm. it is like they at least have an idea you know right. if you're just driving around then you park behind a tree like a mile like 2,000 feet into, like, a, an empty lot, and you're just hanging out there, and you're just watching. <laughs> right, right. You know? Are you saying, like... I, I don't know if that's really going <laughs> to, like, support anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Right, I feel that. So, uh, you know, I would rather have... And on top of that, they'd be in better shape. You know, like, a lot of these guys, it's not like they're, you know... Yo, they're going to have to use a gun before physical... standards. Before... There are some standards that, sh that, that I don't see in place sometimes, and I'm not, you know... Definitely not want to judge, but let's just be real. I'm not saying that I'm going to run into the fire and save someone. I don't believe that some of them can save all of us. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Nick, you're fucked, dog. What do you mean? They're going to pick me up by my fucking pants. Yo, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I, I, I had a, a not a colleague, like an associate. that we, we did this retreat, this meditation retreat. Oh. But um, the dude was small. He was a little man. But he was a firefighter. You never know. Nah, bro. I asked him flat out. I said, before I could even start, he's like, yes, I meet all the requirements. It was like he knew what I was going to, so I didn't have to ask the uncomfortable, stupid question. But I did ask him. I said, could you pick me up? He's like, if I had to pick you up and carry you to safety, I could definitely haul you. There's ways. I know how to do it. Da, da, da. Depends on where your injury is. And I was like. And on top of that, those guys that are like, they really had to fight and they have to maintain their position in a way. And like, he already knew what you were about to say. That guy, that, like, he definitely has a drive that just the guy that Bro. slid through. So, shout out to firefighters and EMTs and paramedics and para pararescue and uh, all the first responders and um, EMTs, all that. Because, like, I got them in my family, but also, um, big up my cousins them. But um, I just know what they go through. Like, you know, from that, from the outside perspective, I know, like, mm -hmm. they, they got it. Bro, I was in fifth grade. 
and I and I had like this firework accident, and my friend's dad was a short dude too. Also, he picked up my dog. He was running with him, saw me, picked me up, and hoisted me, and then kind of threw me into the back, and like not directly into the back of the ambulance, but he threw me onto like a, a stretcher gurney type thing. Yeah. Um, and just like dropped me on it, and then like put my boy down and was just like Wally had your dog. My homeboy. Okay. He had okay, his okay. son. He had his son. Oh, okay, okay, he had okay. his son. Nick, get up. with the fucking time. Sorry, I missed. I missed the word. No, I that missed was the me. word. That was me. He 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 picked up his son. I was running and picked me up. And but I was a big ass fifth fifth grader, and he had two of us. And remember, we talked about that hill, that was like monumental, but it was it was small. Yeah. He was a small dude as a child, so I know he was a small man. So these are two random stories about two small firefighters. No, 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 yeah. That's, it's random as shit, but but they're. But just to speak to their tough toughness and the tenacity, he's, he he immediately went into rescue mode, got me out of danger. He had already had his son, uh, like a real G. And then, yeah, I was like, damn. I remember that experience. Like, I was kind of nervous of how I don't like feeling weightless because I'm a big guy. You know, I don't yeah. feel weightless muscle. When he picked me up, it, just, it was jarring. And I just <laughs> remember the experience. And I just remember saying, like, damn, my dog was strong. Holy like, shit. <laughs> I forget his name, but I forget his name, but my homeboy's name was Robin. And I was like, yo, Robin's dad is strong. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah man yeah random story shouts to the firefighters and all that i mean yeah. they go through it they see some shit like yo because in like some cities you got fires like they you, you can look at the statistics some of them the big calls are like fires or and, and in some places it's mainly para, paramedics like florida florida's mainly well at yeah. least south florida's a lot of paramedics you know mm-hmm. and some firehouses see a bunch of old dead people some firehouses see a bunch of like old overdoses yeah it's crazy I have a buddy that he, uh, I don't know how it happened, but he had a lot of highway incidents, right? And he would have like, you know, motorcyclist accidents. And he, you know, he would tell me a couple of the stories and they were literally unbelievable. Is it John? Yeah. 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 That's horrible. You know, like absolutely insane stories. And it's just like, he said after a while he became not numb, but he became more like he was able to like handle it well yeah you, you i mean you're coming numb to it right you, yeah like you never i never want to say it, numb but there is there like, is like a numbness you get to where you can like function better there's in a professional situation to it. yeah yeah but dude they see unbelievable have you guys shit. ever watched autopsies maybe you should watch one. autopsies What's it? you should watch an autopsy like when they cut a body open and examine it oh i thought he was talking about like a show no you should watch an no autopsy. like yeah. an actual one you have yeah, you should watch them. It, it's incredible to see the machine that we are, at least. Um, From the inside. Yeah, dog, our organs are like three miles long. Yeah, the intestines. Some of them, yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. Well, I got to go to a t- cadaver lab at FAU, um, and they had six different cadavers, and we got to experiment with different body par- body systems within each cadaver. Yeah. And that was like a life-changing experience, and then I got really into autopsies from my massage work. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, this is amazing, like the way – the way the muscles are built and, and the way you are yeah. made to move. And the tissues like, and shit. It, it's just, it's a, it's, it, it, it feels like a design, bro. That's why I believe in intelligent design. Um, I forget the carotid artery. One mm-hmm. of them comes fat like a thumb, goes underneath in one little bone and comes out like a, like your pinky. Just mm-hmm. randomly changes like that. Like it's just design. It's just perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just, and, and nobody. So it's like, we're weird. We're all little beautiful snowflakes and special and unique, but we're all kind of the same. Yeah. We all got the same shit and it's all in the general area, but it's all different. Like just by a little bit, like, you know, it's all, we're all unique in some shit. It's, it's cool, bro. It's cool. 
It oh, is yeah. pretty crazy when you think about it like that. I mean, that is pretty. It is. It is intense. Like it's impressive the way everything's laid out. You you can't. There's so many things that, that have to happen. Happened. There's so many things that have to happen just in one second of your body functioning for like everything to just keep on going, and it for just it happens just for right. eighty years. <laughs> you know wow. what I mean? For for it to just be a, a happenstance, like it just by accident, like that just yeah. doesn't make sense. You know, in terms of like my views, like I'm a, I'm definitely more agnostic but i don't doubt that for a second just because it's just so it's so fucking perfect yeah it's almost like, like we're in a simulation <laughs> simulation theory i always say that, that, that there's a weird fucked up simulation dog do you guys want to end it and we can pick up on that because we're two hours in oh we are two hours in. <laughs> <laughs> shit. and it's two hours of me look, looking around this is a thick two hours thick two no, hours yeah yeah 100 yeah, percent. two hours two right. hours catch Beta motherfucking boys. Period. Hands. What? 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 <laughs> Name of the podcast. Beta boys. Beta boys, <laughs> dog. It's Nick sat- didn't tell you. It's satire. No, no, no. It's, it's satire. satire. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Because I, I think all that stuff is kind of dumb. So it's, like, okay. it's just kind of like the alpha male and shit. <laughs> like, like okay, I'm a okay. sigma. I'm a six. Shut the fuck up and suck some I, toes, dog. I think it's kind of stupid. I think anybody that has to tell you that they're dominant. That they're alpha. That they're sigma. They don't even Pussy. They like, don't yo, pussy. I'm the alpha wolf. Oh, like, like, I'm like, oh, on, shit, like if, if you feel honestly, bro, if you feel like you have to announce that, you're not that. Yeah, that's no. that's just what it is. Like the person who exudes the energy you're trying to capture with the title alpha <laughs> does not tell anyone that they have that energy. They just know it. They exude it, and they know you know it. Right. Like that's some fake hold pump on, and shit. So Dog, boys. This lady to this, told me once she was I got like one quick like second story. So like you know Andrew Tate and all that shit, yeah. right? They had Bro, a little video of Hustler University, and one of the guys, <laughs> one of the guys was literally his code name was like Lone Wolf or Alpha Wolf or some <laughs> shit like that, and he was like this stocky, like you know, like classic fucking thumb looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's great. Yo, how any, however, I, I give grace to anybody. If you want to be an alpha lone wolf, do your thing. Six sigma seven phi alpha, whatever you want. No, be. you cocked your leg back like a fucking bull, bro. Whatever oh, they want to be, like be it, right? Be it. But but the minute you start hurting other people, you're a straight fuckboy, and and that's where you lose all respect. And this idea that like we need to bow down. Like we need to bow down to the alpha in the room, like <laughs> yo, <laughs> like come on, it's like. Not... Have you ever seen a thing? Have you ever seen a thing when they're talking and they're like, guys that judge girls on their past, and then he was like, if my girl was a hoe in the past, and this is what they do, they're like, if a girl's dating me, and if like a year down the line, I'm broken, I have nothing going for me. You're not gonna want me, right? And all the girls are like, "Yeah," but if he's like, "So that's why it's okay for me to judge you what you used to do in your past, and you shouldn't have fucked more than five guys." I literally hear that, and bro, I disconnect the internet from my phone. I'm like, "Listen, you dumb fucking eggs," because in a year I'm gonna start my future with you, and I'm looking for that. If you're fucking sucking the fucking wood off a ice cream pop, I don't want to be with you, bro. But like, what you did, since you sucked five dicks in a year, I don't care. Bro, you didn't know me. So when they get mad, they're like, "You were over here eating Timothy's ass seven years before you knew I existed." Get the fuck out of here, bro! Like what? 
Like, so, what? Shovel <laughs> so peppermint in your ass and shit it out. <laughs> like, like, fuck. Yo, so, so I, I look at it like this. So check this out. I look at it like, from this perspective. These men who have a problem with their, their, their girl's past, or even the girls who have a problem with their man's past. If you have a problem with your partner's past, you have an insecurity you need to face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, because, because when a man says some nonsense like that, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Dog. All right. Sir. That's why in the beginning of the podcast, you? <laughs> that's why in the beginning of the podcast, you were like, "Yeah, we can do the re." You're like, "What do you think of the reset?" I'm like, "About it. Let's start this shit like a Super Nintendo, bro." I'm done. <laughs> yeah. This this lady, bro, knocking that bro, shit out real quick. This lady looked at me once and she sat me down and she's like, "I just want to let you know, I'm one of God. You're one of God's favorites." And I was like, "Thanks." And then she's like, <laughs> and I try to leave and she's like, "You want to know how I know that?" I'm like, "Why?" Because she's like, because I'm one of God's favorites. Oh, boy. And I said, ma'am, strong people don't tell people they're strong. And I walked out. And I think this lady <laughs> nothing, bro. I was done. Don't come with me with that don't, bullshit. Don't hit me with that nonsense. Don't come with me with that bullshit. Nah, Listen. No, no, no. Honestly, like, I think there's a real epidemic of people that need to feel connected to something. And they need to feel empowered. They need to feel strong. And they're willing to go to somebody to slap him in the face and tell them that they're stupid. And somehow that's going to make him strong. It's like they slap him in the face. Right. Just walk out, dude. It's like, appreciate you, bro. Like, Nah, bro, listen. Love whatever you want to love, yeah. bro. If you want to be Sigma, stigmatism, whatever, <laughs> it's okay, bro. Just be whatever the fuck you want to be. Just don't but hurt anybody. Just yeah, don't yeah. hurt anybody and just don't, like, be open to other people's shit. You feel, I'm open to your shit. Be whatever you want. You want to judge a girl for fucking sucking someone's asshole seven years ago? Like, that's okay. But just, get. if I'm cool with it, let me be cool with it. But here's the thing. What if you're, are you, are, are people able to say, my personal preference is being with someone that doesn't have those, that history. I don't want that for my partner, but that's just what I don't want. Not judging anyone, not saying all that extra shit. Mm -hmm. Like somebody who can say, I'd like somebody with less experience. Now we can find roots of like misogyny in that. We can find roots of like judgment in that. But I'm just saying like, if you have that desire, that's your desire. That's your desire. But when you speak it out as a way that others should be, that's why I think it gets hurtful and, and it gets it gets dangerous because yeah. you're you're creating a whole new value system. But I mean, I, that's my problem. Like, yeah, maybe that's my own internalized misogyny. Maybe I have a problem because I I can tolerate somebody having that that feeling. Yeah. Um. But I can't tolerate them telling everyone to feel that way. Yeah. And judging those who who don't feel that. It's way. so weird. Well, I mean, it turns it from like just that classic, you know. It, it it ranges, right? But you have like that just classic, maybe traditional, maybe slightly toxic masculinity like mm-hmm. type, like you know, image of what things should be in your head, and then it goes all the way to like you know, top G, and then all this crazy shit. Right. But, like, but there's no the masculinity. There's nothing wrong with that shit. No, no, no. Masculinity is natural. You get what I'm, yeah, it's normal. But when you take it and you're like, you if you want to, you turn it into something where it's like you have to justify yourself with like I'm alpha, I'm top, I'm yeah, this and that. Dog, right? if you want to clench your ass cheeks like, and do some dumbbells, but listen, but listen, do but it. What I'm saying is like even how we frame it, like traditional or like yeah. conservative or anything like that. That's still there's an internalized misogyny intrinsic oh, to that. Oh, yeah, that we gotta unpack exactly, and that we gotta work on to make sure that we can like dismantle. But um, it's 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 this value system that we've put over bodies based on like what someone's experience could be. So if someone has slept with a thousand people and that disgusts you, 
but they did so in a matter of years that, that was long gone. They haven't touched anybody in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. What's... You, you, what would you feel differently? Um, and why is it like, what is it about? Because then I also asked them, well, hold on, let's see. Have you not slept with a lot of people as well? Because some of the guys who are like, I want a girl who's only slept with one person have like a thousand partners under their belt. And that <clears throat> makes no sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. So like my grandmother did say something about why she accepted my grandfather from cheating. It sounded like logic, you know, but I know that there's a whole thing like women couldn't have bank accounts. So all that type of stuff, why they didn't leave and all that, these different reasons. But I don't know if that's the case in my family. I know that some people are okay with, you know, people having fun or whatever, but overall the way men frame it, <laughs> That's some crazy shit. Those guys specifically. And then to like all the nicknames that these guys have for each other. It's like a bad James Bond movie. Hey, I respect it though. Like they probably feel the same thing about my nicknames and people on them in my community. So whatever. Yeah. But just don't like tell everybody that you got to do it. Like the war room shit is kind of scary, bro. I mean, it's definitely like a very intense cult. You know what I mean? Like they got their own thing going. And then on top of that, you create this entire marketing system to like get people money through affiliate links and then you perpetuate the message over and over because you profit from it literally mm. that's Yo, pretty right. fucking crazy andrew tate's funny as fuck though no dude that's what makes him blow oh, up he's just charismatic he's he, he's funny i don't, to, like, I don't know that nigga's scary bro like I, I i watched a little vice thing about him and they said it's a slam piece but yeah that's the one i like, saw <clears throat> bro the way he talks to women and what was know, it about because i haven't seen it just andrew tate i encourage everybody to go check it out it's on vice but um it's about about him a little bit more about like some some of the time before he was actually arrested, but the way that he's operated, the way he's, it's not trafficking in the way you think, but it is what it is, and like right or wrong, there's enough people who have claimed things against <clears throat> him that has not been that have not been looked into that have not been. Um, Rectified, like there's some fuck shit there, bro. It's scary. I I think anybody that can just naturally assume power and domination over somebody that's not willingly giving it to them, um, because you can't no kink shaming, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's but, something else. But that's you know. But if Spit you're in my if, mouth. But when somebody do you think? But if someone is exerting dominance over someone and they don't want it, choking them out, punching them, calling them all type of stuff, this that, and the third, <clears throat> under the guise of like it, you know. I like it rough or, but he even said like, I could rape you and stuff like that. Like that's, that's Oh no, no, scary. yeah. That, that trigger warning, whatever, was, but like, yeah, that voice recording was fucking, that was crazy. Yeah. Like that was absolutely crazy. And, and I know that I'm, you know, I'm a yoga teacher. I'm, I teach people meditation and I, I have a very spiritual path that I walk and I try to be the best self that I can be. But if that was one of my nieces, one of my sisters, one of my aunties, my mothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like and especially if i know and, and you know he wh what was really scary is when i heard the like the manipulation of i'm the most i'm one of the most dangerous men in the world i can get you because no man's untouchable so yeah they could they could hear me and somebody could get mad at me whatever they could run up on you at any time no one's untouchable right but so stay dangerous right but for you to tell your victims that it locks them in this mental cage <clears throat> yeah. yeah that's some scary shit when you start fucking with people yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like people like him because I almost feel like Trump is in the same like cut from the same cloth in the sense that like he's very good at touching a piece of certain people that just 
in a sense, just it grabs them immediately. You know what I mean? So it's like Andrew Tate hits the most insane version of like traditional masculinity, like the most insane fringe version of it possible. But he touches a core piece where he can bring people in that rabbit hole. And then same Definitely thing with for, like a truck. Like how the how the Proud Boys say Western chauvinism, mm-hmm. because you know, West. Yeah, it's lone wolf, alpha wolf. Top dog six five nine or fucking psychopaths, bro. But you know that <sighs> the uh one of the executive finders of Vice is a proud boy. He, he yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yes. The one of the executive founders who's no longer with Vice was the, one of the founders of of Proud Boys. I don't think he's still affiliated with Proud Boys. I don't know. I don't fuck with those dudes either. But um, yeah, because you know, at the end of the day, media has not been. Mass media has not been mainstream media has not been kind to us. The twenty four hour news cycle is breaking us, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I think Vice and other news sources like it, you might see the left and the right present in the same space, and you might see the extremes of it. Yeah, so you should always try to get as much balanced news as you can. But yeah, Beta Boys, Beta Boys. <laughs> All right. We fucking out. Support your communities. Support your communities. That's alpha shit. That's beta shit. No, not beta shit because it's satire. It's satire. Whatever that means for you, just know that you can just be a man. That's Whatever it. that means for you. Whatever that means. Yeah, because you know what? Like, you you hit some shit on the head when you said they don't eat pussy. Um, there's like this bullshit machismo in the Jamaican culture. Like, men don't eat pussy. They don't eat pussy. Don't eat pussy. But um, I remember. I, one of my first jobs was in this warehouse down in Overtown, and um, and and this old one of the foremans was an old Jamaican man, and he like flicked his tongue at the girl. I was like, yeah, you know, I'll eat you for dinner type shit. And I just remember being like, what? Y'all do that? I know what I do. I didn't know y'all did that too. And one of the people was like, don't let them bullshit you. They all do that shit. <laughs> nonsense. I'm like, what's wrong with just admitting that? Would that make you some type of bad person? Whatever, bro. That's wild. Everyone's got their thing. Yeah, it's you know, <laughs> for whatever reason, man, we attach these like very fragile constructs to our masculinity. I had a fucking painting show once, and I don't drink, but this girl came over and she like forced me to drink. She like, forced you to drink. I took a shot. <laughs> she like did it, and she's like, "You're drinking." I was like, "Nah, I don't drink." And then she did it. She, I was like, "All right, whatever." So I took so a shot. So because she had a drink, you had to drink. Yeah. Because it was like they would go against someone and they would drink. So it was called Shots of Color. And so my friend was the painter. So they'd both get drunk and paint. And I would like roast them it's and like shit. It's like a YouTube show we had. Yeah. Ah. So I fucking took a shot and I was like. <laughs> and I put it like I just clipped that and I put it as a caption. How Jamaican men eat pussy. <laughs> Certified. I'll give that. That is not accurate though. It's not accurate. You gotta, you gotta be willing to please your partners. It's been debunked here. Yo, hundred percent. It, it's equal fair trade. I'm no? not convinced. No, listen, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a big, big supporter of great sex. It's the way you describe <laughs> shit. Like you were saying that we were two minutes in, and I was like, oh, he eats pussy. Yeah, hundred percent. He, he, he <laughs> kisses the clit. No, no, no. You're not, he listen, gets a little bouquet so, for it. So just for I'm it. not. I just to overshare. I'm not like. It's 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 not like a, a sub, but I'm like a soft dom. Like I definitely like taking charge of the bedroom, but I love pleasing my my woman. Like yeah. if my woman is happy, 
then I'm happy, right? And so, like, there, to me, there's nothing worse than, like, a lazy lay. I hate to sound so so basic, but you want to know that she's enjoying herself. Yeah. And they'll let you know, but, like, you you know, everybody has a different preference. You know, I, 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 I'm I not going to speak on, on, on these women, but just, they just have different erogenous... It. Well, there's just... Just be open with it. There's different erogenous zones. So, like, I, I, I've had you know, partners that there's one girl that I'm thinking of specifically. She didn't even need penetration to get off. What? Yes. That scared <laughs> the shit out of me. But yes, you know, like, um, everybody has their things, right? You're yeah. a fucking so, Jedi? So, no, no, no. That's her. It, it, I, they don't, sometimes they'll tell you explicitly, but what I mean also is like women's bodies will tell you. You just have to be in tune. And like, I don't know. You just, it, I'm. It, it's like you're you're doing things right. You're having fun, right? Mm-hmm. And then you see something gets a good response. Do more of that. Yeah, do more of that. Right. Easy. It works. And and if you continue to get an affirmative response, you do more of that. Well, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna end it right here. But I just have one last question. I don't know if this is only the things that I've been with. It. That was the worst way we described sex. I just realized like, we're gonna put I, that I just together. Made me think, I, was like, you know what? I would never want to have to describe sex on public national television. No, if you do I'm more a fucking that, freak just and do I just it. don't want to. No, no, no. Every time I've eaten booty, oh my God. whatever their armpit smells like is what their booty tastes like. I don't know how it correlates, but for, I'm so serious right now. What? I go like this. I go, all right, that's what I'm in for. What? <laughs> Every time psychotic. I lick the cheeks, whatever their so armpits hot. smell so, like is what the booty tastes so like. So I just want to—I just want to clarify. Oh one my thing. god. Um, why does the armpit of these girls that hopefully has deodorant on it taste smell the way that their asshole tastes? Because I don't think it's—I don't think it's the smell of their armpit. I think it's their pheromones. But I don't think you can like directly smell pheromones. I think you articulated that question perfect. <laughs> Dog, you're telling me we got fucking three miles in our stomach and your ass and your fucking armpits can't smell the same? I'm I'm sure Fuck they out can. Of you. I'm sure they can. I'm just wondering. I've I've never It didn't taste bad. I'm not I've saying smelled, that stinky armpits. Listen, listen, I've smelled women's armpits when it has been um it's two thirty shit. Um I've smelled women's armpits when, you know, Working out, or we out sweating, we doing stuff, or they're hyper stressed, or something like that. And you just get addicted to the pheromone. Right? No, stop. Um, <laughs> You're just humping on this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just shove your hands in their but it's, but it's, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. By the time you smell it, because it's bad, because they're near. Who's right? It, it is what it is. I'm talking about when I've smelled it. I have never directly been like, like I've never. I used to tell Tom. Yeah, that's a you thing, bro. It's, Not the kink shame. That's your kink. Listen, and there might be other kinks. I'm sure there are people that lick armpits and like. No, no, I'm them. not even into oh, armpits yeah, all the, like that. I looked it up. You there was like armpits? there was an article. If I could, but there was <laughs> there was an article, and it was just like certain guy like the pheromones and guys just. Well, there's there's pheromones. Yeah, bro, I don't know if they do that. I just picture you huffing the pheromones I off the skin, dude. He's like, he's like, I used to be like, Wait, I can't wait to eat that ass. He's like kissing his girl, moving down and just randomly picks her up. Yeah. She thinks he's going for a nipple. He's like, no. <laughs> You guys never did that? No. Honestly, bro, no. And I'm not going to kink shame you. That's, that's, that's it's not a kink. Of... It's just a pheromone. That's a no, king, no, 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 no. Dude. That's a king, bro. No, <laughs> it's, king. yeah, you're huffing the pheromones. You know what the pheromones <laughs> are, right? A, no, the pheromones, you'll pick up the pheromones just by being near them. It's, but they're in the armpit. They're subtle. 
No, no, they're, he's, they're all over the body and they're subtle. He's going for the core. He, he's like, he <laughs> he's is like, doing a Scarface <laughs> nosedive in the Yayo. He's like, pheromones. <laughs> Bits asshole immediately, you know? And, and let me ask you a question, bro. Like, what? why... <laughs> Why is why is that how it goes? I don't like, know. Like, not all the time. Why is armpits an asshole, bro? I feel like, like it took uh, you a second to get there. You can ask him this question. Like, right? Why? Why is a how valid it works? question? And you literally are like, "This is what's in store for me." <laughs> yeah, I literally the first time I did yeah. it. Yeah, he was the doing first time taste test satire, and I was like. I was like, no way. He was doing taste tests out here, yeah. you know? Like, it's fucking Bro, I felt like I was in Northern Carolina testing wines and shaking my glass with the grapes in it. Dude, I don't think they grow wine in North Carolina. They got, like, one one vineyard, I think. I think he's talking <laughs> like, about Northern California. All I know I'm is too, that... I'm too hyped about the pheromones All right I now. know <laughs> is that I've never heard someone say that there's a correlation between armpit and booty hole. There is. You, you have to go. First. You have to go to the bowels of Pornhub to satisfy that one, dude. I, <laughs> it's not even like sexual, dog. You, it's so not it's like not eating sexual? ass is my go-to. It's a, I'll eat ass, but like, okay. But you want to know how it tastes. That's yeah. it. But you want to <laughs> smell it first. Do you sniff the butt first? Just kind of go in it. You sniff the butt first. I sniff the butt first. <laughs> can't I go into that thing blind, dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> Let's do oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Let's do it. You know what you remind me of? I forget what movie is. He sees the girl, and he's like, I'd, he said, I'd, I'd suck a fart out of her ass like a bong rip. <laughs> that's some shit you would say. Sometimes when girls burp in front of me, I go, oh, and that's I blow back. Oh, oh no. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Like, uh, like, that's like that's that's oh. that's wild. That's a wild admission, right? We there. are bacteria bonded. <laughs> that is bro. unbelievable. I used to get chased butt, butt naked while like they would make like Mr. Crab noises at me. <laughs> We're ending it right now. <laughs> wait, who? Whoa! Where are you? Big special. Wait, wait, wait. We got it? I can't. Who would chase you? We're ending it right now. Who would chase you? Who would chase you? Who would chase you? My uncle. Your uncle? <laughs> what? Oh my no, god! No, wait, hold on. You can't edit. You can't stop it. Like you can't that. stop right now. We're this done. is. <laughs> We're done. That's the cliffhanger of the year, dude. Let's go. Un- did he just open did, in, a, in a moment of vulnerability? Did we just see one of our hosts open? We're up? we're two and a half hours in. I'm leaving. I've Who never chased seen. Chased you, giggity giggity giggity, not giggity giggity. What was it? What was it? No. Did they chase you like this and they do it? <laughs> Dog, it was the best day of my life. What do you mean the best day of your life? It was. A, I, I've never had pure happiness like that. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's right before now? you. Is this still with your uncle? Is this still with your uncle? It was that moment where I was like, <laughs> anything that comes out of this, I'm about. This is what? What? Let's go. This We're done. We're done. Unbelievable. This is way uncomfortable, bro. <laughs> I can't get. I still have, have to pee. sit down. You have to sit down. Oh, and we're done, bro. We can't do you, anymore. You I think my who, feet are numb. Who was chasing you like a crab? I'll, it wasn't like. Just say it. Just say. It. You, you look worse now. I can't. I, you I need look to horrible. say it. Nah. W- was it a person? It was a human being. Was it a, a, a young person or an old person? What? It was a person in my age group. Okay, so I don't like how you worded that. Well, because you said it was your uncle. I'm <laughs> really concerned. Well, obviously, wasn't my uncle, bro. It was, how you say obvious? I work in the trenches. You might have just admitted some shit. <laughs> No. You might have doubted that, that might have been I will, his crawl for I, will, I like I this podcast better when he was like finding my uh, I will say this. I will say this. And I'm not gonna add any context to this. 
this was totally consensual with a human being. That's <laughs> this actually happened. <laughs> I I understand. It was okay. Uh, so he's uh, safe. As yeah, long as I'm he's safe, safe. I'm safe. Beta boys out for the tenth time. Yeah, we're not gonna have that kind of admission on this podcast like that. And no if you're a girl fuck. that did, so, if you kissed someone in your past, don't fucking date me. I'm just kidding, dog. It's just a joke. Oh my it's just god. A joke. Do whatever you want. I don't care. I'm an alpha and I have nothing but the purest. I don't want a virgin, but I don't want a whore. I'm, Sigma, I'm an alpha Sigma and no one it. talks at our family dinners. <laughs> Fuck out of here. We're done. End it. Let's go. Real men don't say grace. <laughs> they live it. Oh. <laughs>